3: To the junction,
0: in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Oh yeah, that's right. I gotta do this today. It's my turn to do it. Sports Talk Mississippi here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Bulldog Bob. Bob, Solander, Bob, right off the bat, I feel like we need to switch shirts.
5: Uh, this is eggplant, actually.
4: Uh, I'm not buying. I'm not buying. <laughs> you know,
5: I knew when I wore this shirt that that was going to be the first topic. And we so, didn't even talk about it. I knew it. Bulldog Bob, not a bulldog. No.
4: And, and everybody knows me, but I'm wearing a navy blue shirt and, and Bob's wearing a maroon shirt. I, I don't know how. It's, I, ew, <laughs> it's, it's iffy. It's, it's iffy.
5: Yeah, it's close. It's close.
4: Thanks for joining us today on a Monday. You know that it's, uh, I'm Brian Haydad. We'll be here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before Michael Borky comes back from God knows whatever he's doing. Richard Cross is out the whole week, which just brings a smile to everybody's face. If you want to get in touch with us, you know the C Spire text line 601 879 4395. That's the best way to do that. Please do not text and drive. All guests on the show today, and we have quite a few of them. We'll appear on the Farm Bureau uh, phone line. Go to favorites.com and go with the home team. Bob, I always feel like one thing we miss on the Monday shows is this. We always do food Friday. We talk about what we're going to cook. But we never talk about what we ate, you know, how it turned out. Well, yeah, I was going to do this, that, and the other, and then you just burn it and we never hear about it. So how was your weekend? Are you a cooker? What did you put on the grill?
5: Uh yeah, my um son's twenty first birthday was Thursday, so oh. uh, of course he came to my house on Friday, yep. dropped his dog off, and I never saw him again until uh, <laughs> n- until noon on Sunday when he knew yeah. I was going to have some burgers, and so uh, I actually smoked some burgers, man, on my PK smoked burgers. Yep, that absolutely.
4: Oh, you got a PK? Oh, nice. That's I a, do. That's a good piece of equipment.
5: I actually have my good dad's nineteen sixty.
4: You told me about that old P.K. grill that you have. Nineteen sixty.
5: Yeah. It's a PK grill. So
4: Yeah, you think most people who are like I have my dad's nineteen sixty and they're gonna say car? No, no. Grill. A grill.
5: A grill. Why not? So yeah, man, it was getting it done, man. They were good. They were good. So uh, didn't I didn't burn anything down. It. What about you?
4: I did a, I did a a pork shoulder uh, I did it. You know, I wanted to celebrate Co- Coach Chris Lomonas of the national champion uh, Mississippi State Bulldogs. We'll go ahead and get my reference out of the way early in this show. Uh, you can put me on the board, and I did a, a Greek style. I let it marinate in like you know olive oil and garlic and parsley, oregano, all that good stuff, and I cooked it in a little white wine and butter. It was really, really good. Some couscous, some grilled zucchini. I had a good, I had a good day yesterday. So. Man, that. I'm telling you, Bob. Man, that
6: sounds good, man.
4: Bob, if you if you just, if you're just ever in, in in Starville on the weekend, all you got to do is, is send me a text. I always have plenty of food.
5: You know, I'm 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 straight from the bullpen of Stumpy Woods Field in West Point, <laughs> Mississippi, baby.
4: Point, Point. City, love it. That's uh, it. We got a good show today. We got a, we got a lot of people to talk to. Uh, Andy Staples is going to join us in this hour. He's going to talk. What are we going to talk about with Andy Staples? What could it possibly be? The the expansion and possible implosion of the sport of college football? We'll talk about that for sure. Uh, we got two NFL interviews in the second hour. I'm really looking forward to those. David Hellman from DallasCowboys.com. we got to talk about Dak Prescott and, and him being back and what the Cowboys are going to do this year. And then the Saints have been going through a real rough patch uh, as of late. So Luke Johnson from NOLA.com is going to join us. Talk about that. And then in the, uh, the 5 o'clock hour, I know a lot of Ole Miss fans are listening and are like, oh, God, hey, Dad, it's just going to be all Bulldogs all the time. Not not so. Not so, but as you can guess, I don't know enough about the Rebels to talk about them confidently. So David Johnson from uh, 24-7 Sports, the Ole Miss spirit, he will join us at 537 to give me an update of what's going on in Oxford. i got a couple of questions for him and uh, about some, some overlooked things with this Ole Miss Rebel team, some things I think that people aren't talking enough about that could be really big things for the rebels this year. We'll talk some MSU football in the five o'clock hour. College football fix, uh, presented by your Mississippi Ford dealers as well. So it should be with it, Bob. I, you know, those guys. If if I wasn't here, they would just inundate the show with golf and 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 polo shirts. And whatever else, you know, Richard Cross has got an interest in. But with me, I mean, should we talk some professional wrestling at some
5: point, Bob, this week? Oh I absolutely, especially with that rick Flair leisure suit you wore a couple of weeks ago. I mean
4: <laughs> that's not a leisure suit.
5: <laughs> I looked great. What are you talking about? I didn't say you look good. It was yeah. you know I,
4: I I I may have some passion projects we hit up this week. maybe some talk some San Francisco Giants. You know they're the best team in baseball, so that's always gonna be uh something I, I wanna talk about. But College football, obviously the big story is, it's obvious now, it's its apparent, it's evident, we're just waiting on dates that Oklahoma and Texas are headed to the SEC. Bob, you know, this news broke while Richard and I were over in Hoover last week, and I'm sure you saw it as well. What were your first thoughts? Just as an Ole Miss fan, what was the first thing that came in your mind
5: when you thought, wow, these two schools are coming to the SEC? Well, you yeah, number one. Number one, I thought I just thought okay. okay here's the push to the mega conferences across the mm-hmm. whole country, um, yeah. and and here's maybe the writing. If there was writing on the wall for the NCAA. Uh, you know the the powers that be, the the big money guys with the NCA, going, oh my God, which this is what what are we going to do? You know because uh, you know because if these two fall uh, to to a uh, to, to the SEC or whatever conference they des- decide to jump to, you know uh, that it's going to be a domino effect. Who's the first two to the pack? You know who's the next two to the Pac twelve? Who's the next two to the ACC? And and then when you have four or five mega conferences with sixteen, eighteen teams. Then you then you look at you know four or five you know bodies that can go you know we we don't think you're doing what you're supposed yeah. to do NCAA and that's that's where they're going to start shaking I think
4: I think that's again underlooked in some ways that that this is like the first step to the NCAA becoming irrelevant and it is on so many fronts now but. You said it. You know the Big Twelve is unlikely to survive this. The once Texas and Oklahoma go, you know, a couple of the survivors will hit to the Pac-12. Maybe West Virginia ends up in the ACC. A team like Kansas State, where are they going to go? What 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 draw do they have nationally? Very little, to be to be totally honest with you. So you're right. When you have these mega conferences, they're going to do what they want to do. And if you listen to our interview with Greg Sankey uh, last week at SEC Media Days, and if you ha- didn't hear that, definitely check out our YouTube channel. Uh, for Super Talk Mississippi, and, and go back and listen to it. He's very candid about his feelings towards the NCAA, and he's he's starting to make it obvious that he doesn't have a whole lot of time in the day for the NCAA, and my guess is the commissioners of the Pac-12 and the Big Ten and the ACC are going to feel the same way uh, when this is all said and done. This is definitely a first step. Within you know two years from now, there's going to be more. You know, Notre Dame at some point is going to have to make a decision if they want to continue to play big time college football. They're going to have to jump into the ACC or, or some other conference one way or the other. Um, you know, Ohio State and Michigan are, are schools. They're not going to just sit there on the sidelines and allow the SEC to just become completely dominant. I don't know how much they can do about it, but they'll definitely look to add some teams here and there. The Pac 12, they want to be more relevant. And now they have, they have a real opportunity here to put the boots to the Big 12. You know, the Pac-12 has sort of been that clear fifth-place team in the Power Five. Here's a great chance for them to elevate themselves. Could they go in and get a team like Baylor, who everybody would like to have, not only is a good football program, but just won a basketball national championship? Could they add Oklahoma State, who, you know, clearly number two in their own state, but still a solid athletic program, uh, top to bottom. So these these are these are just the opening moves of the game. Um, I'm a, I'm in favor of this move mainly for a couple reasons, and we're going to go a little deeper uh, in the second segment here about some pros and cons specifically for State and Ole Miss. But college sports, as you know, it's an arms race, man. It's about who has the most money. And as Richard sort of detailed for us last week, the addition of Texas and Oklahoma, that's another ten, twelve $12 million a year paycheck to each school in the SEC. I mean, you ask yourself if you're Keith Carter or John Cohen, what could you do with twelve million dollars? The answer is quite a bit. For me, I think that this is a positive for for both the schools in the state. Now, are there some negatives? Of course, and that comes with the territory. That comes with everything. Nothing is ever going to be all good, you know. Maybe you know, ice cream, ice cream, all good. What something that's all good off the top of your head? What is it? Oh, ice cream. Uh, definitely. Ice cream. Okay, you're going to go with me. Yeah, that's. Okay. Uh,
7: I just uh, there's no. <laughs> Beyond doubt.
4: that, I, I don't. I don't know what what is all good in this world. Let's see what we got here on the, uh, on the text line. Remember, 601-879-4395. Hey, Dad in Charge, no sports, barbecue, wrestling, and a good time. I mean, I'm down with it. Those are three things I would be down with. Let's see here. Heck yeah, the man is in the house by himself. Gets some wrestling talk. Don't forget to mention the national. I, I, I got the national championship out of the way really early. Sounds like Malcolm Reed. I would love to sound like Malcolm Reed. I'd like to have his house, to be totally honest with you, on that grill setup he's got there. Bert is happy that you're here, Bob. Says the sultry sounds of Bob's voice coming across the airwaves. Yeah, in an eggplant yeah. shirt. It's not I'm telling you. All right, everybody, you need to go to Super Talk TV. Look at this shirt that Bob Solander is wearing, and you you come back and tell me that, that man's not wearing a maroon shirt. Did you see the shirt that I got, by the way, on Twitter? Did you see that picture? I did. My national championship shirt from Fanatics was crimson. I mean, I know they got a lot of crimson material at Fanatics, but come on, guys. That's too much. All right. We're coming back. We're going to talk a little bit more about this expansion. We're going to talk about how it affects State and Ole Miss directly. And then after that segment, 337, Andy Staples from The Athletic will join us. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi. Brian Hannon, Bob Solender. Let's get it going.
8: the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations Cervity Glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates call 601 605-4443 Look for delays 20 westbound at State Street as well as in Clinton. Delays westbound on 20 between Clinton Raymond Road and Natchez Trace Parkway. Elsewhere things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them
9: at 601-353-5217
11: Screw. Screw today. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I was surprised the other day when I got a phone call asking if we sold guns. We sell lots of guns. We have the largest selection of firearms in this area, including over 100 AR-type guns priced from $599 on up. We also just got in a huge shipment of ammo, including such hard-to-find calibers as .380, 9mm, and 223 No limit on quantity and no inflated prices. Check out our website, rangebyjimmyprimos.com, or like us on Facebook.
12: This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do it yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gladstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is. Callaway's is.
13: All the folks in the capital city metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, six till nine, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk, Mississippi 97.3.
4: I let that run a little bit.
7: That's, that's good
4: stuff. Sports talk, Mississippi. Brian Haydad here with Bulldog Bob Solander there in the production booth. Borky and Richard, meh, not here for a few days. We'll live without them. I learned something today, uh, Bob. I think you're going to be excited about this too. Uh, Ted's Mexican is the name of the restaurant. Ted's Better Mexican is the name of the restaurant in Norman, Oklahoma. Said to all our future SEC guests in Norman, we do not charge for chips, queso, salsa, tortillas, or sopapillas. Free chips and queso? Gonna need to make sure we can uh, we can get some road trips going, Bob. I've never I've never heard of that. Never heard of free chips and queso. Free chips and salsa. Yeah, free queso. chips and
5: salsa, but not
4: queso. They're just giving away the queso. I mean, that's. I'll just go ahead and tell you right now. That's a mistake <laughs> because I don't know about you, but I can. I can make a a profit margin change on the chips and queso thing pretty quickly. I can sit there for a few hours and uh and and handle that business.
5: Yeah, it's it's you know, I, I'm I'm an, I'm the king of uh uh you know, one taco, chips and salsa and water. Yeah. And peace out. Yeah, we 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 I I won't be surprised if
4: these if these policies uh, have to change after about a a year of dealing with SEC uh, opponents well that's that's the thing Oklahoma and Texas they are headed to the SEC they announced today they would not be extending their their grant of rights by the way if you're a big fan of like the way Richard is very technical and the terminology and all that I got terrible news for you I'm just gonna be real big picture with this kind of stuff um, but long story short Texas and Oklahoma they're headed uh, to the SEC what's that going to look like when when would they get here that's a question I'm gonna have to ask Andy Staples because as it as it stands right now, you know that 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 contract expires. I think in twenty twenty five. Well, nobody's waiting until twenty twenty five. I mean, Bob, I'm assuming. You know, if you, you know, if you if, you, if you're married and you tell your wife, "Hey, we're gonna divorce in twenty twenty five. I'm just going to live here for the next four years." I don't know how that would go. I know it would go over poorly in my house.
5: Yeah, yeah, probably not good.
4: So. Probably not going to work out <laughs> too well. So I would assume that there's a buyout in place that they'll just have to come up with some money. You know, Texas. That being said, when the price of gas goes up, we know why. It's because Texas had to make some more money
5: and to to do crawfish will go up another dollar a pound.
4: Well, LSU is okay. I don't think that's going to be a problem. What does Oklahoma export? I don't know. Sand. I don't know what it is. Um, And then we'll see what happens. I I would. I I wonder if it's too early to think that you know by next season by twenty twenty two that these deals are in place and that you know you have to completely redo your schedule. You're gonna to have to completely redo a lot of things, I guess, because you know, for a Mississippi State or an Ole Miss, both those teams already have non-conference games in place for basically the next decade. And, you know, if the SEC goes to a nine game conference schedule, which it seems like that's gonna be the case, you're gonna to wanna to get rid of those power fives. You know, you're not wanna you're not gonna to wanna to play nine SEC opponents and a power five from the ACC or Pac twelve or wherever. So that's, that's something interesting. Let's look at some pros and cons. I think the biggest pro for State and Ole Miss is a very simple one. Every pod that I have seen discussed, and I, I do believe that's the way it's going to go. I think the divisions will be pushed away, and you'll, you'll see these four-team pods, and the, the setup will be you play everybody in your pod. This is just for football. Play everybody in, for, in your pod. You play two teams from each of the other pods. So that's that's going to be nine games. State's going to get, and Ole Miss are going to get Alabama off the schedule on a yearly basis. You're going to play them twice, I guess, every four or five years. That's a huge win for both programs, because right now, when you get your schedule, you that you just put the, you the Sharpie out, you just put the big black L next to Alabama. To me, that in and of itself is a reason to, to look into expansion. Would you agree?
5: Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's You know, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very, very interested to to see how that uh, the uh, the Aggie fan is feeling about all this. You know, is the the little brother syndrome over in uh, in the Texas area coming up with uh, the Texas A&M Aggies? Going, man, the one thing we had over Texas, and now that go, ah, it's been fun to watch them. Absolutely, lose their mind. I mean,
4: squirm's not even a, a, a strong enough word. They have been on fire over there, just so mad. Goes back to to, to Wednesday when Ross Bjork showed up at uh, SEC Media Days. Athletic directors don't come to SEC Media Days unless they got something they're trying to put out there, and that's what that's what Ross Bjork uh, was doing. Uh, Amanda from Pike County said her ex told her to do that. She told him to stuff it. I like that. Jason wants to know what's the SEC going to give the A&M to smooth over the uh the money. They're not going to give them anything. They're going to let them stay in the SEC. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be that or that or nothing, you, can, you know. You can you can get, go back to the Big 12 and hang out with Baylor and Texas Tech. Look for the price of solar power to go up, says someone from the 662, ginormous wind turbines. They're going to charge us more for the sun, Bob. I don't know if this deals worth it or not. All the sudden. <laughs> I don't like that. They'll figure like it out.
5: Bit. Beef, but beef getting, prices are going to go up because it's Texas.
4: We have to. I, I see I it happen. We're going to eat a lot of pork. That'll be all right. So, but but looking at the schedule, and I, I brought this up on my podcast, and I brought this up on the show, both State and Ole Miss could have years where they miss Alabama, Texas, and Oklahoma. That's going to be a year where either one of those schools has a legitimate chance to be the SEC champion. Right now, you don't really have that because you know you've got that lost Alabama, and they're probably going undefeated every year. But Alabama, you know, for the most part, they 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 have years where they're going to have a loss. But if I can get a schedule for Mississippi State, where you're playing Ole Miss, LSU, and Arkansas, and then you're playing in the other pods, Missouri, Texas A and M, Kentucky, and South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. Those are winnable games for state and, and obviously switch around for Ole Miss and you, you put Mississippi State in there instead of the Rebels. Now there's going to be some years where you get all three of those schools. You're going to have a year maybe where you go to Alabama and you go to Texas and you get Oklahoma at home and you don't feel good about that. So the, there may be some peaks and valleys in there, but it feels like you have some chance to have some much higher highs and actually get to Atlanta on, you know, on, on occasion or for Ole Miss to be the first time ever. That is another pro for me in terms of that do you see what I, do you like what I'm getting at there that there could be a year where the schedule is just it just plays out in, in
5: your favor yeah and uh, you know with the SEC west how tough it is man these schools are you know it just just you know you you think about how how much switch up is going to happen cuz i i think ultimately with with those two teams coming to the sec you're going to have to have a different you're going to have to have some different movement for you know the west and maybe you change the names of east and west you know because they're going to have to do something with that
4: yeah I, I just don't see the divisions standing up i just right. i just don't see it happening. if they were again it, it might be another benefit for state no missing that it would just make more sense you put missouri in the west with Oklahoma and Texas, and then you move Alabama and Auburn to the east, maybe? I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Somebody asked a good question here. Let me. Who had this one? Uh, From the 601, from Michael from Poplarville, would the SEC championship game remain in Atlanta? Does that give the SEC an opportunity to play in Jerry World? Bigger venue? That's an idea. Interesting. Do, do, do you switch it up? I feel like Atlanta's been such a great venue, and and of course Mercedes-Benz Stadium there is basically brand new. But that's not a that's not a, a, a terrible idea. From the six oh one, neither this is from Rob. Neither MSU or Ole Miss fans have the right to call the other little brother anymore. Texas A and M has claimed sole rights. They're they're pure Fredo at this point. They are the little brother, no question about that. Stuart Landscape says if there's four pods, we'll be the. If people are asking that, so it's just going to be conference record. There's not going to be your your divisional you know anything like that. It's just going to be who has the the, the top two teams are going to go, and they'll have some tiebreakers in place, which would probably be your pod record. So let's let's say that scenario we just had played out, and we'll, we'll, I'll 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 go. I'll say Ole Miss is eight and one in the conference, along with Texas, and uh, I don't know Florida, but Florida lost a game in its pod. They lost to Georgia, and Oklahoma lost or Texas lost a game in its pod. They lost to Oklahoma. Ole Miss beats State, Arkansas, and LSU in its pod. I guess Ole Miss would be the one to advance, is how I would look at that. Against maybe an undefeated Alabama or something like that. There'll, there'll be tiebreakers in place. There'll be plenty of uh, you know, fail safes along the way, but that's 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 a that's a that's another thing they're just gonna have to figure out. But I like the pods. The SEC was already sort of chomping at the bit to flip the scheduling model around. If you go back even a, about a year ago, before the pandemic really started, there was a lot of talk in the SEC about, you know, do we need divisions? And because, you know, teams aren't playing each other enough. State plays Florida, play Florida in 2018. They don't play them again until 2025. It's a seven year gap between playing Florida. It, it's like we've been saying so many times, it's like you're not in the same conference with them. So they were already sort of chomping at the bit to do this. This gives them a great opportunity. Uh, to do just that. All right, coming up, Andy Staples is gonna join us, one of my favorite college football writers, covers everything for the athletic. His thoughts on this and a whole lot more. I want to ask him specifically, how does this affect State and Ole Miss? Wanna get his thoughts on that. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi, Brian Haydad, Bob Solander here on a Monday afternoon. We will be
7: right back.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies with a 40% chance of rain, high near 93. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75. Mostly sunny skies for Tuesday, 40% chance of rain, high near 93. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 94. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208
13: 8283. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an X mark.
5: Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407.
16: I'm Steven Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. With several indicators on the rise, hospitals are trying to avoid what some referred to as the killing times back during the surge of the pandemic.
6: Because that's when we were just seeing the virus attacking families wholesale, uh, related to Thanksgiving and and Christmas holidays and and family gatherings. Dr. Dan Edney says
16: once individuals were in the emergency department, it would be days before they could get a room. Sometimes they had to be transported out of state because there were no ICU beds left in Mississippi.
6: Most of the public don't really understand how close we came in that second week of January to the healthcare system, just
16: breaking from the stress that we were under. This morning, the Mississippi State Department of Health reported a weekend total of over 3,600 new COVID-19 cases. For more Mississippi news, find us online at supertalk.fm. Steven Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
18: Go with the home team. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call C Spire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses. No apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com.
0: Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk, Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network. Supertalk Mississippi News at (laughs) supertalk.fm.
4: Welcome back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad, Bob Sullender. In for my, he's in for Michael Borke. I'm in for myself. Richard Cross just isn't here. We'll just leave it at that. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Go to favorites.com. Go with the home team. My friend Andy Staples joins us now from the Athletic. Andy, uh, how you doing, man? It's it's uh, It's been quite a, a few days in the college football world and some stuff that I don't know where you, if you were expecting it or not. How have you been taking the news that the sport is undergoing a massive change?
15: Well, it just means business is good for me. I mean, <laughs> if there's a lot to write about. I don't know if I'd want to be uh, one of those remaining Big 12 schools or one of the American schools who might get left behind if they backfill from the American or one of those remaining Big 12 schools who might get left behind if the American is the aggressor first. and. There's a lot of stuff that could happen now, and I, I honestly, I mean, a week ago, if you'd have told me that Texas at Oklahoma were going to the SEC, I'd say you're nuts, because not so much Oklahoma, but the attitude among Texas people was always, well, we're too good for that. We, 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 we're not going to sully ourselves by, by thinking about playing the SEC. Uh, if you even brought it up to them, they'd you know, kind of fan themselves and say, well, I never faint. And... <laughs> clearly that has changed over the last few years that attitude is gone and now you have them willing to fold the longhorn network into the SEC network and i mean it's this is a this is a different world
4: one one thing i always talk about when it comes to this is, i'm just going a different path here but when dabo why would he go to Alabama? His path to the playoff is so easy at Clemson. He has it. He has it made there. So I ask you this question: uh, The money is the obvious answer. Is it just money? Because the path to the playoff is a lot more difficult through for the SEC uh, if you're Oklahoma or Texas.
15: Not really. There's six that okay. large in the new playoff. Oh, if we're talking about the new playoff, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're moving towards. So, um, in fact, that that might be happening by the time they get there. So. Uh, it doesn't really change that much for them as long as the new playoff is coming. And oh, by the way, the guy who runs their new league also helped design the new playoff. Of course, sort of the guy who runs their old league. But <laughs> I, for them, it is about money and it's also about being in the strongest conference that you can be in. Um, you know, they are the strength of the Big 12. The, the rest of the Big 12 is kind of nothing without them. So. That's not a great place to be in if, you, if you're worried there's going to be further consolidation. So if you think that 20 years down the road, things will have consolidated more, then you may as well get in the strongest place you can get right now.
4: When you, when you look at that, you mentioned you know, they could be in there by the time the new playoff starts. How quickly is this all going to come together? I can't imagine they're going to stay in the Big 12 until 2025.
15: It's hard to imagine, and now, if I were the eight remaining in the big twelve, I'd do everything I could to keep them there and force them to stay because that's thirty eight million bucks a school versus whatever the new normal will be for those schools, which is you know fifteen maybe maybe somewhere between ten and fifteen. So I would try to keep them as long as I could, but my guess is they will be so sick of one another after a year or so that there <laughs> there's probably a settlement to be worked out. At a certain point, where Texas and Oklahoma write a check and just move on,
4: could that be as early as next football season?
15: I think to get them there by next football season, you would need the rest of the Big Twelve to fall apart and everybody need to move, so they just say, "Oh, don't worry about the grant rights." That that would probably be the be- the, the way you get in there by next football season, or one of the army of lawyers that, that Texas and Oklahoma employs finds some loophole in that grant rights that lets them out, but. I think if you're doing a settlement, you're probably talking 2023.
4: You said it's a good time for you in the content business. It's always a good time to be a lawyer whenever stuff like this is happening around the country. A lot of talk today that, you know, this is just sort of a first step, not only for uh, other conferences but for the SEC. I've seen, you know, I love Reddit, but I don't know how reliable it is. But this is the first step towards a 20-24 to team SEC that they might try to pluck a team or two out of the Big Ten or anything like that. What's the next step of realignment we're going to have to go through? And then what is the next step for the SEC?
15: Well, it kind of depends on what everybody does now. Because I wrote a thing today saying the Big Ten needs to take half of the Pac-12, yeah. which would help shore the, the sport up as a national proposition. Because right now, if the Pac-12 stays as it is, because there's really nothing they can add that brings enough value to justify it, and then if they just stay at 12 and nobody, nobody touches them, they just get isolated over there. And they don't, they don't really factor into the national conversation. If they were part of the Big Ten or, or their best schools are part of the Big Ten, then you do have West Coast schools that are part of the national conversation. And I think that would help because the Big Ten right now is the only league they can compete with the SEC in terms of money and eyeballs and everything else. So that's your best shot is a strong Big Ten gives you a real legitimate competitor to the SEC. The, the big question with all this is what happens with the ACC? Because they have a, a TV contract that runs till 2036. They have a grant of rights, meaning all their TV rights are tied up. So what that means is the school has said, the conference has my Rights can sell the rights to my home football games, home sporting events, through this date. So, theoretically, they're completely tied together until 2036. But if for some reason that grand rights didn't hold up, I think it's pretty interesting. Then, then what does the SEC, let's say Clemson and Florida State wanted to join. Would the SEC turn them down? I don't know that they would. Because they, they could just create kind of a Super League in football. And We're, we're thinking of this in traditional terms. Everything is changing right now. You have NIL. You have the transfer rules changing. You have the Supreme Court ruling. The NCAA, you have the president of the NCAA saying basically individual sport governing bodies should pop up. So what if all of a sudden a bunch of schools decide we're creating our own football league? What if they all happen to belong to the SEC right now? And they say, we'd like to get Ohio State and Michigan and Michigan State and Penn State and Clemson and Virginia Tech to join us. Well, I don't think that's something that happened right now. Is that something that could happen in 10, 15 years? Yeah.
4: So that sort of leads into the next the next thought. And you mentioned the NCAA. In t- In 10 years, is there still an NCAA as we know it today?
15: Not as we know it today. I mean, all the rules, basically, The the, the Supreme Court ruling basically told them, you need to rewrite your rules and change your model. And... So they've got to figure out how to do that. And the schools have to figure out what they want to do with that. And the best way to do that might be individual sport governing bodies. It might be easier that way. So we, we may see that there's a group running football, which, I mean, there's already a group in place that could run football, and that's the, the FBS conferences that, that run the college football playoffs. But the question is how many of those survive 10, 15 more years if they're going to consolidate like this.
4: What does this mean for Mississippi State and Ole Miss? Obviously, it's going to be a bigger paycheck, but is this good or bad in your opinion for the smaller schools in the conference?
15: Well, I keep having people say, "Oh, you know, you need to worry if you're Vanderbilt or, you know, or or you're going to get cut loose if you're Indiana or something like that." I don't think that's necessarily true. The the grandfathered in people still seem pretty safe to me because I haven't seen a lot of, of evidence of schools just or conferences just jettisoning schools. We saw Temple get kicked out of the Big East in 2004. And I think with Idaho and New Mexico State, I kicked out of the yeah. But you just don't see that very often. So I think it just means more money. Uh, now, you, you're going to need to be competitive. I, I think being completely non-competitive is not helpful, but as long as you bring something to, con- to the conference, and both Mississippi State and Ole Miss have been competitive in football and ultra-competitive in football in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Mississippi State just won the CWS. Vandy has won, what, two CWS titles since 2014. Mm-hmm. So they are still doing things that bring value to the conference. And I think as long as you do that, you're fine.
4: One last question before we get you out of here. And I saw this also on your Twitter feed. We were talking about it in the previous segment. Free queso at the Mexican restaurants in Oklahoma? What What is going on there?
15: It is the strangest thing. Blew my mind the first time I was in Norman, and you know, went to the, the Mexican place that uh, wound up becoming the favorite place of Baker Mayfield. And, uh, there's a place called Tarahumara's. that every time I go to Norman, I end up going there. And but it's not just them; it's everywhere. When they when they put the set, they call it the setup on the table, it's basket of chips which you get free everywhere, right. salsa which you get free everywhere. But then here's what comes next queso automatically you don't have to ask for it you're not getting charged for it and a plate of fresh steaming tortillas that you do not have to ask for it's unbelievable and apparently the, the way it works in in metro okc is if you open a, rest, a Mexican restaurant and you try to charge for queso you're going out of business
4: well i'm all in favor of this this, this edition plus we already know about Texas barbecue. I mean, from a culinary standpoint, it's a it's a better culture fit than I could have possibly imagined. I love Andy's this country. It's
3: incredible.
4: <laughs> it's great. Andy Staples from the Athletic, man. Thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate the time today. Thank you. Appreciate it. You can't beat it. That's, that's, Can you? that's what this country was built on. Free queso for everybody.
5: If you charge for we'll be, queso in Oklahoma, you're going out, going out of business.
4: That's capitalism at its finest, friends. We'll be back just uh, just a minute. We'll wrap up the 3 o'clock hour here on Sports Talk Mississippi.
19: Nobody's interested in learning but to teach Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, middle demiliation, obligation to our nation.
8: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, gates. Just call 601-605-4443. Well, they're calling it police activity. Nonetheless, look for delays westbound on I-20 at Natchez Trace this afternoon. Elsewhere, no other major problems so far. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
6: Hello friends, this is Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. If you love agriculture and the great outdoors, and you don't wanna miss the exciting new Ag and Outdoor Expo. 60,000 square feet of everything for ag and hunting and fishing. All on display in the brand new Mississippi Trademark, August 6th, 7th, and 8th. Put on by the great folks at the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Shop great deals on the latest guns, gear, clothing, and equipment. There's fun for the whole family. The Axe Women Loggers of Maine, the Fetch and Fish Dog Show, and the Big Buck Contest, Mississippi's largest display of trophy bucks. And Saturday night, you don't want to miss the concert featuring national headliner Tyler Farr and hot Mississippi artists Adam Doliak and Hannah Everhart, along with Corey Smith. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 6 through 8. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorexpo.com.
11: This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree?
6: Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier
13: and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate.
6: Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242.
11: I love it. Catfish is excellent.
0: For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk.
19: Cutwater Spirits presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance this Friday with the Revivalists. with Dumpster Funk plus Epic Funk Brass Band. Get tickets now at twilightms.com. twilightms.com. The Revivalists are coming this Friday. You when I was young. Produced by ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland.
21: Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor and Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast? Nice. Don't about tomorrow. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal Housing Lender.
13: Jello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson,
7: ninety-seven
4: point three. I want to thank Andy Staples for coming along with us one more time. All guests appear. On the farm bureau phone line, go to favorites.com. Check out the home team. Bob, what do you think about what he had to say? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if the lawyers are in place and the money can be in place in 2022, but 2023 seems like a pretty, uh, attractive target date to get the Oklahoma and Texas into the SEC. And like Andy said, that is the, the projected startup date for the, uh, the expanded playoff. Could just jump right in and bam! You're talking about. I mean, what's a realistic number for SEC teams in the playoff if Oklahoma and Texas are here, four, five out of out of twelve?
5: Yeah, and and one of the things that you can see everything moving towards that with the TV rights deal announcement today, or um, you know of uh, of them backing out of the Big Twelve in um, yeah. 2025. Every, you know, all the writings on the wall that, you know, we're just. We're just coming into uh, knowledge of all this stuff that has been happening for the last six months, and you know, probably the, the I, w- I would say the best kept secret because when it when it hit last week, it was just like huh? You know, well, how, it, how could they keep this quiet?
4: What's really interesting about that, Bob, is let's say you know, obviously that story was was leaked out by someone. My guess is somebody associated with Texas A and M because they didn't want it to happen and they wanted to try to blow it up. They were, they were hoping that they could get out in front of it. Maybe they could blow it up and Texas and Oklahoma wouldn't come in. But let's say they decide, you know what? We can't stop that train. It's already running downhill. So the heck with it. That means today, when the Texas and Oklahoma announced that they didn't, they weren't going to re up re-up their, uh, their rights, would have been the first we heard of this. What would the, I mean, the meltdown was bad enough on Wednesday. What would it have been if just out of nowhere, Texas and Oklahoma say, oh yeah, we're leaving the Big 12? That would have been a, a train wreck of glorious proportions. I can only imagine the, the Twitter. We've got that. Then we also have, this is something I just saw, the governor of Oklahoma, who a lot of Oklahoma State fans are hoping will step in and keep Oklahoma from going to the Big 12. He's in, I think I'm going to pronounce this right, Azerbaijan. He's over in the former Soviet Union <laughs> trying to promote Oklahoma's business over there. So he's not even at home to try to help them. This is just a the the, the back channels, the politics. I mean, never mind a thirty for thirty. This is like an episode of Dallas. I I don't know who's J R Ewing, and hopefully he won't get shot. But the the amount of backstabbing and double timing and and you know shady deals that are happening. I mean, it's just it's like it's like your favorite soap opera with college
5: football interspersed within it. Yeah, it'll it'll be the first you know, uh, first thing promoted once uh, Texas and Oklahoma hit the SEC is you know promoted on the SEC network. You know, you know the SEC story how Oklahoma yeah. and Texas slipped into the conference.
4: What what are we calling that though? We got to have a good a, a sexy title for it. You know, I don't I don't know. You know, the back uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to think about it. I'll come up with one, and we'll pitch that to the SEC. Cattle
5: gates and oil strikes on the next SEC story. The Lone Star Stampede. The Lone Star
4: Stampede. (laughs) It is a cattle drive, and it's headed to Starkville, Oxford, Baton Rouge, Tuscaloosa, and and all points in between uh, as we do that. Good first hour here with us today. Really, really went fast. I, I was—I'm not gonna lie. I was a little—you know—you had to guess. I was a little nervous doing this by myself, but I feel like yeah, Bob's carrying me through. So that's—that's what—that's that's the main thing. <laughs> it's the I eggplant do. shirt, man. I've had four people on the text line. I know with maroon it does
5: look. Just, maroon. I wish you could yeah. see no, the no, no, black. No, Bob. In it, though, actually. It, it doesn't look maroon. It, it is maroon. Well, it's maroon with black diamonds on it. So well, you just can't well see the good. black diamonds.
4: That's, that's all well and good. But it, as, as the first color is maroon.
5: You are wearing a maroon no, this, shirt. It, this is Oklahoma. <laughs> they wear maroon. crimson. Whatever. That's
4: more, that's Texas Whatever it is. Maroon. You can be Texas AM maroon.
5: How
7: about mm-hmm.
4: that? Second half of the show, or second half, second hour of the show today. going to be a little more of an NFL theme. we got two interviews coming up David Hellman from DallasCowboys.com, top of the hour. Uh, and then in 437, Luke Johnson from NOLA.com. We'll talk about the Saints with him. We'll do winners and losers in the middle there. So, Bob, go ahead and come up with a, a winner and a loser uh, for that. And then, like I said, in the second half of the show, all college football from the start to the finish, including an interview with uh, David Johnson of Ole Miss 24 7 Sports, the Ole Miss Spirit. Big visitor on campus today for the Ole Miss Rebels. Are you seeing that? Uh, have you seen that, Bob? I have not, actually. Arch Manning is in Oxford. Nah. Let the games begin. He's already Goodness. being stalked over there, so that'll be exciting to to keep up with over the next, I don't know, two years trying to keep up with that. So a lot of fun having having, uh, with you guys so far today. Uh, Really enjoying uh, being in charge. Interested to hear what David Helbin has to say about Dak Prescott and and the Dallas Cowboys. But, man, this college football story is something, and my guess is, Bob, we'll talk about it tomorrow, and we'll talk about it again on Wednesday, and then when Borky's back, we're going to keep talking about it. But until we get some actual practices, this is the story. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, second uh, hour of the show is coming up. Here on Super Talk, this has been Sports This has been. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. We aren't going anywhere. Brian Hate and Bob Saunders with you on a Monday afternoon. We will be right back.
0: Talk Mississippi. Powered you by your street professionals
22: at the, the Street Mississippi 601-345-89. I'm Ann Carrick, the Prime Minister of Iraq, meeting today with President Biden. Prime Minister Mustafa al-Qadimi says he's honored to be here with American friends.
19: Uh, we have strategic partnership. I'm heavy here in watching to discuss the future of our nation and how to prove this relation between our two countries
22: president biden saying he wants to focus on climate change healthcare and energy making government employees and healthcare workers show proof of covid19 vaccination or get tested weekly california and new york city among those with requirements california governor gavin newsom
10: choice individuals choice not to get vaccinated is now
19: impacting the rest of us in a profound in devastating
22: and deadly way. 62% of California's eligible population is immunized. America's listening to Fox News.
23: I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal, Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change your life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to GatewayMission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today.
16: Steven Gagoliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Last week, State Attorney General Lynn Fitch filed her brief with the Supreme Court ahead of a review of Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban, a law that was passed by the legislature in 2018 and subsequently blocked by a federal judge. While some say the case simply seeks to overturn Roe v. Wade, Fitch recently explained that there's more to it.
14: Well, I don't think overturning Roe v. Wade is the angle. The question is, is there viability, when is there viability, and how is that sought by the states?
16: The court will likely hear the case in November, and a Monroe County man is dead after reportedly getting stuck in a window. Multiple reports state that 54-year-old Dennis Parker died while attempting to get his keys that had gotten stuck inside of a locked camper on Chapel Grove Road. It appears that Parker got stuck on Friday night while trying to fit through a small window of the camper and died of asphyxiation. Steven Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
2: is a big deal now at healthcare.gov millions more people can afford health coverage due to the covid relief law four out of five customers can get a plan for under ten dollars a month with financial help for doctor visits to preventive services to prescription drugs these are quality plans you can do this you can have coverage as soon as august 1st if you sign up now at healthcare.gov paid for by the u.s department of health and human services more jobs are on their way to Mississippi. ATIC's railcar service is
16: expanding in Brookhaven.
24: The company has operated in Butte since 1974 and opened a maintenance facility in Brookhaven in 2013. That facility provides light maintenance, cleaning, and quick turn light repair to get the railcars back into service. The expansion is a $23.36 million corporate investment and will create 75 jobs within two years of completion. And as more people contract
16: COVID 19, Dr. Jennifer Bryan with the State Medical Association says hospitals are becoming overloaded.
20: Had a doctor say that they had a patient that needed a surgeon in an ICU and had called 24 hospitals looking for a bed. We're really back to a very tight situation.
16: Dr. Bryan says that over 93% of those hospitalized are unvaccinated.
20: Sadly, we're seeing many, many deaths that we just don't need to
16: see. For the latest on the pandemic in Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News.
3: With a historical barrier gone and a new state flag flying, it's the dawn of a new day and new opportunity for Mississippi. The Mississippi Economic Council has identified three areas vital for shaping our future. Bolstering education and workforce development, enhancing our business climate, and keeping and attracting the best and brightest talent to build a stronger, more competitive state. Thanks to a sponsorship from Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi, MEC will be meeting with leaders across the state to develop a plan for securing our future. For more, visit MEC.MS.
17: Go with the home team. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up
0: with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi.
4: A good mix today of rock and roll and <laughs> funk. I like that. I like that, Bob. You're doing a good job. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Brian Haydad, Bob Solander here with you on a Monday. Normally we'd have winners and losers right now, but we're going to push that back just a little bit. I want to talk to this guy. I've been wanting to talk to this guy for quite a while. David Hellman from DallasCowboys.com covers the Cowboys. Uh, and in this state, of course, you know, obviously a lot of Cowboy fans, but a lot of Dak fans uh, as well. So just we wanted to get his. Uh, his thoughts. First off, question, though, you know, are you ready for your close-up on Hard Knocks?
25: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'll be interested to see how all that works out. Um, it's kind of anticlimactic, to be honest, because obviously their whole crew's here. They're filming everything, but the first episode's not, not for another two or three weeks, so we're going to have to wait to see just what they get. But, yeah, I'll, I'll have an eye out
15: for myself for sure.
4: Well, everybody's going to be looking at that, not only to see you, but to, to see Dak Prescott, you know, obviously coming back from that huge injury. Just the early returns on how he looks fully. Is he ready to go? What do you expect to see from him in the coming weeks?
25: Oh, I mean, it's funny, and rightfully so. I mean, we saw—we all saw that injury. We saw how gnarly it was um, and how devastating it was for him. And it, I mean, it's only natural to think that that's going to take some time, but – Man, he, I mean, he's just – he's blown, I think, every expectation out of the water for how quickly he can be 100% because he was more or less 100% ready to go in the spring, and that's only carried over to the summer. You know, they haven't they haven't put pads on yet, obviously no preseason games yet, but, I mean, he doesn't look limited even in the slightest. Uh, you look at him and it, it doesn't – I mean, he doesn't – he doesn't wear a brace on that ankle. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't look like he's limping or ginger. He doesn't take days off. He doesn't take reps off. Um, I mean, he he looks ready to go. It's really impressive. Why do you think that
4: Dak? You know, in this state, I, I understand why Dak doesn't get a ton of respect from some folks. Because there's, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who don't like Dak from his college days. But nationally, he seems to take more heat. Than any other quarterback is that just a function of him being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? What why does Dak Prescott get so little respect
6: nationally?
25: Yeah, I mean, two two things at work. I was actually just talking about this with somebody at lunch. I mean, he's he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, so yeah. I mean, half of the people in Mississippi probably dislike him because they're Ole Miss fans. Well, just you know, multiply that on a national scale. If you don't love the Dallas Cowboys, you hate them. Nobody has. Nobody has a lukewarm opinion about the Dallas Cowboys. So if you don't love Dak Prescott, you probably hate him because of who he plays for. And on top of that, you know, he's he's one of just a few guys that have really reached the top level of of quarterbacking as a you know, as a non first round pick. I mean, the vast majority of the star quarterbacks in this league were taken yeah. in the first twenty or thirty picks and it's really Tom Brady, Dak and Russell Wilson that have managed to succeed despite that and so i think a lot of people write him off because of where he was drafted and you just naturally assume that a guy taken 135th overall isn't as talented as somebody taken top 10 Uh, i think it's it's a mental thing so those two those two factors i think combine to uh to kind of give Dak a lot more doubters than i think he probably deserves
4: that's an interesting thought. I never really thought about it from the draft perspective, but I, but I I agree with you. I'm talking to David Hellman of DallasCowboys.com. When you look at what the Cowboys were in Dak's rookie year, when they won the NFC East and were the number one overall seed, to where they are now, have the the Cowboys done enough coming into this season to to say okay, yeah, we have Dak, and that's great. But is this a playoff team around Dak?
25: Um, I think. so. So, but some of that is the function of the division that they play in. I mean, we saw last year, the NFC East is, it's not a very strong division, at least not compared to a lot of the other ones in the NFC. Uh, you know, the Washington won it at 7-9 and nine last year. The Cowboys were in it up until the final week of the season, despite losing Dak in Week 5. It's just not a very strong division. So, I think this is a team capable of winning the division and making the playoffs, but, and, and obviously, you know, you can never completely predict a season in July with all right. the twists and turns. But, you know, this was a team with a really atrocious defense in uh, last season. They did a lot of work in the draft to try to fix that, but I think it's fair to say probably not enough. Um, and then obviously there's a health component. You know, can Dak stay healthy? Can his offensive line stay healthy? They they couldn't last year. You know, on top of losing Dak, they they played the vast majority of the season without a lot of their star offensive linemen. So uh, I think this is a playoff-caliber team. I'm not sure if they're as good as, like, a, you know, a Tampa Bay or a Green Bay. I think they're probably a tier below that. Um, but I certainly think, you know, the expectation is this team should be good enough to get into the playoffs.
4: When you look at the rest of the division in the NFC East, like you said, you know a year ago, not the best division in pro football by a long shot. Who is the other team to watch? Is it still Washington? Is Philadelphia coming back? Are the Giants starting to rebound? Who are you keeping an eye on there?
25: I think you know the Giants probably deserve a mention, but I, you know, the, the, the expectation is that this will be a dogfight between Dallas and Washington, and it's fun. It's fun because these are two completely. different, Differently structured teams. You know, Dallas has the high-flying offense with the forty million dollar quarterback and the the running, you know, the hundred million dollar running back and Ezekiel Elliott. They got receivers all over the place. And Washington, I mean, they definitely have some talent on offense. You know, Terry McLaurin is a great young receiver. Antonio Gibson broke out as a, as a very solid running back last year, but. You know, the, the the real talent on that roster is on their defense, whether it's Chase Young, obviously, y'all are familiar with Montez Sweat as well, uh, Deron Payne, and uh, Jonathan Allen, who just signed a big deal today as well. Yeah. So it's going to be really fun when those two teams go together because it, it should be one of the best offenses in the league against one of the stingiest defenses in the league.
4: You mentioned uh, Zeke Elliott. You know, there's been so much talk about Dak, and this is a prove it year for Dak, and he's got to do well. Isn't this sort of a proof it year for Zeke Elliott? I mean, big contract at a position where you don't normally get those kind of those kind of dollar figures and you know since his rookie year hasn't had the same kind of impact, what does Zeke Elliott have to do this
25: year? Absolutely. I mean, Dak's always going to get the headlines because he's the quarterback, but this is I don't think it's a stretch to say this could be a real make it or break it season for Zeke um because the way the way that his deal is structured, I mean, he got a six-year extension. The Cowboys can get out of it if they need to after not this coming season, but after the 2022 season. And, uh, you know, he's only 26 years old. He just turned 26. But he, he's got a lot of mileage on him, you know, because of how heavily the Cowboys have used him. And, uh, you know, he had a disappointing season last year. He had fumbling problems. He lacked explosiveness. It's fair to point out that You know, half of the good players on his offense were injured, so he didn't have a ton of help. But if you make $15 million a year, there's an expectation that you can make it happen without all that. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how he rebounds. I think that he will. But, you know, if the Cowboys have a better run of health this year and Zeke still doesn't look like the old guy that we got familiar with, you know, I think the Cowboys probably have to start having some hard conversations about what his future looks like.
4: I guess we need to get your take on the biggest story in college football too. People who don't know you, that I know that you're an LSU alum and a passionate one at that. Texas and Oklahoma headed over this way. Your thoughts on that?
25: Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, I guess it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not super excited about it. I'm, I guess I'm kind of a traditionalist. I, you know, you know, we've all been in the SEC together for like 80 years at this point. You kind of get used to. The old rivalries and, you know, I like playing Alabama first weekend in November. You know, Mississippi State's usually like a September or October game. Uh, you know, old Miss on Halloween is an LSU tradition, and it, it's kind of a bummer to think that some of that stuff is probably going to change. But at the same time, you know, two of the biggest brands in college football joining the fray, I mean, that'll be a lot of fun. And selfishly, you know, I live in Dallas, so it should be easy to, for me to get to Norman and Austin for games, so that's fun. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. I don't know 100% how I feel about it.
4: Yeah, you're not alone in that, I promise. that There's just so much different stuff happening in college football. It never changes, but it never stays the same either. Thank, thanks so much for joining me today. Really great stuff. Appreciate it. David Hellman from DallasCowboys.com on the Farm Bureau Frontline. Thanks again, man. Appreciate
25: it. Absolutely. Anytime, man. Appreciate it.
4: That's good stuff, Cowboys. I, I tell you, man, I think that's a, a good football team. I think they're going to be a threat in the NFC East, and I think they 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 could surprise some teams when we get to the playoffs. Because I, you know, it's not going to come as any surprise to anybody listening, Bob. I'm a believer in Dak Prescott. I tend I tend to buy into that guy and what he does, and uh, I, I think I think for sure that's going to be a team that. Uh, I think they're going to sneak up on somebody this year. I won't be surprised to see them make a little. You know, I don't think they can win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're there just yet but if you told me they could make the NF, the second round and maybe knock off a higher seed and you know give somebody like a Tampa Bay or a Green Bay who I think as David was saying those was really the class of the NFL or the NFC anyway I won't be, I won't be totally surprised by that yeah and with we'll that
5: division what, man that yeah. i mean what come on you know,
4: it, it's, it's weak. We'll what just, it's weak, and we'll just leave it at that?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's like nine, nine and CCC's seven, you win the
4: division. Twenty sixteen, you know, something like that. All right, winners and losers coming up. Hit us on the text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five with your winners and losers, Bob, and I'll be back with ours after this.
8: The Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations. Servity Glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443. So far, just some minor slowdowns. 20 westbound at Gallatin. Elsewhere, no other major problems. uh, Nothing out of the ordinary causing any major delays. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Hey, it's Dave Logan, General Manager for Canon Nissan of Jackson. The all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder is now in stock on the showroom floor. There's only one word to describe the new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Wow! Wow! Come see it today and see how Nissan is bringing back the adventure. Come test ride the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder today at Canon Nissan of Jackson and imagine the places you can go. There's more. New inventory arriving daily. Versa, Sentras, Armadas, Pathfinders, Rogues, Kicks, and the Mississippi built Titan truck. At Canon Nissan of Jackson, we don't have any market adjustments added to our prices. Don't make a mistake or go along with market adjustment. Come to Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our service department is open 6 days a week and fully staffed and no appointment is needed. And when the smoke clears,
9: you too will be saying Nobody beats a can and deal. Nobody. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about healthcare the way it should be at newcaremd.com. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you
5: locally in part by Mid South Crossbase Solutions, protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid South Crossbase Solutions of Mississippi.
16: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson
3: on Lakeland Drive.
20: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
4: All right, now you've lost me. I don't know what this one is. Feels like James Bond. So what's going on, Bob? What is this? Yeah, man, I just... It's called Tank. I don't
5: know. Oh, man.
4: Tank? We'll, we'll, we'll have to look into that. Sports Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Bob Solender here with you on a Monday. It's 420, It's 421, actually, as, as we look at the clock here. Let's get into winners and losers.
12: All I, all I, all I, all I do is win, win, win no matter.
13: We got winners. We got
19: losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Winner never win.
3: And a winner never quit. Win.
4: Every Monday, winners and losers here on Sports Talk Mississippi. If you've got one, text us in there at 601-879-4395. We'll be reading those off. I'll start us off though, Bob, and I mean it feels like the obvious answer is Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, this is uh, if you go back and listen to the interview we did with Andy Staples, and I would suggest doing that via the podcast when uh, when it drops after the show. He made it pretty clear. I mean the money, the prestige, and the putting yourself in the safe place. If if ten years down the road something happens and college football undergoes a, a Titanic shift, you're already in the the most powerful conference. You're not going anywhere. So you took, and for the SEC, it's also a win. You're taking two huge brands, national brands, Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, if I said who are the top five brands in college football, they're there, along with Notre Dame, Alabama, and then I don't know who the fifth one is. Maybe USC, uh, maybe Georgia. I don't know. Maybe LSU. But the, the people who are going to win with the addition of, of Oklahoma and Texas, they're going to win big. Everybody's going to start making a lot more money, a lot more prestige. The the SEC has ensured that it's going to dominate the college football playoff. This was a good move by the SEC, and it's going to make it, I think, for some, some really fun football seasons uh, in the coming future. Do you, you got a winner, Bob?
5: Uh, I would have to say Oklahoma and Texas. Um, Honestly, oh, so you're you're with me on this. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and it's just because I mean, it, you know, even though they're the big kids on the block when it comes to the Big Twelve, you know, it 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 always seemed like they were on the outside looking in when it when it came to, you know, all the publicity with the Southeastern Conference, just because the Southeastern Conference had uh, is, has ruled the roost for the last yeah. what twenty twenty five plus years when it comes to college football, and um. You know, I think they finally got tired of it. You know, and they got tired of. Of course, uh, really, the ball started rolling. I think in in Texas, in the Texas Longhorn faithful mind, the ball started started rolling when Texas A and M came to the SEC, and it was like, Mm -hmm. all right, we, you know, we're the big kid on the block. They're not, and and we're going to take the reins back.
4: There is something to that. There is, you know, we're not going to get pushed around. We're not, you know, A and M has had their fun. Now it's time for us to reassert ourselves as the top dog in the state of texas it's a
5: good point point.
4: and uh, my loser go. i got a loser go ahead
5: the olympics i'm sorry
4: yeah i, I just can't the, get in yeah
5: the the you know the smallest rating since 1988 of the opening ceremony mm-hmm. nobody there to watch it i mean look I enjoy seeing sixty thousand people or a hundred thousand people doing all one thing at one time. I don't care if you're holding up a card and it makes an ice cream cone in the, in the stands or a, or a kitty cat. You know, hold up a card. It's a kitty. Okay, well, okay, you know, that's sixty thousand people or a hundred thousand people. They're all doing the same thing at one time. That's pretty impressive. Or they're yeah. all pu- turning on their cell phone lights. You know, yeah. your flashlight. All that's it. You know. It's none of that. You have none of that, and then, and then you all have the all the political stuff that's going on. And I'm, yeah. look, I'm peace out. I just, you know,
4: well, and then you combine that with NBC. You know, they're not showing stuff live when it happens. They're putting stuff on Peacock, so you got to pay to see it. They're 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 not allowing people to put Twitter highlights out there. I mean, in this day and age, if you can't put your clips on social media, you might as well just not even be, you know. Putting it on television, nobody's watching that. So it's 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 just, and then you don't have any fans over there. I mean, there's just a lot working against the Olympics right now, and 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 the Olympics are a thing that when I was a kid, I mean, think about the '84 Olympics in Los Angeles. That was just a huge spectacle of sport, and everybody, you know, was was, was such a rallying point for patriotism, which we could sort of use these days, to be totally honest with you. But it's just not happening. And my loser is sort of the, along those... I'll go within the Olympics, and that's USA Basketball. Has not been impressive uh, this 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 year so far. Lost their first game to the, to the French. The French beat us in basketball. Look, if the French... If this is a cooking competition, I, okay, I can understand losing to the French, all right? But in basketball, it's just incredible. Now, I mean, they're missing some key players. LeBron James isn't there. Anthony Davis, Steph Curry. I get that, but... Kevin Durant
5: and four bums off the street should be enough to beat the French. Well, and my it's question a, is this, are they are they using the the screwed up lane? You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you they, know they, the, the triangular lane? lane. Are they yeah, using the yeah. screwed up lane? That well, alone that, would mess up the United States team. I mean, what what well, is you, this? You know, you would think having more lane, I mean, I, they don't they don't drive the lane <laughs> anyway. They just want to shoot three-pointers.
4: So, you know, this is, you know, the first year without coach K running the show. Greg Popovich is is doing that yeah. and Talk about politics. I mean, he's he's knee deep in that, but yeah, it's just
5: embarrassing. They don't play basketball. The best thing they do is fries.
3: That's not even
4: French. It was invented here in America. We just okay. called it French for whatever um, reason. Who knows? They do. They do pastry. I like I like the pastries over there, but it's incredible that Team USA basketball is, is just this bad. Uh, let's see here. We got anything off the uh, the text line? Hammy says his winner. He went to New Orleans over the weekend. His two-year-old tried a muffaletta, and his four-year-old got to meet Superman. I need to say they are fans of the Big Easy. I'm a fan of the Big Easy, too, and I'm a fan of a, a muffaletta uh, there as well. Uh, Keith and J.S. says, Looks like MSU Baseball will have a lot of opportunities to display the horns down. That makes MSU Baseball a winner. Will Bednar, he's a winner this week, signed his contract uh, with the San Francisco Giants, a $3.6 million uh, deal for him, and got to be introduced to the, the, the home crowd uh, Friday night over there across the bay. Uh, let's see. the The Olympics have turned into the Pan Am Games. That's pretty rough. What are the Pan Am Games then? What have they turned into? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to it. Uh, let's see here. Jamie from Oxford says the Southeastern Conference. It just means more. The SEC. I mean. We like to, I like to poke fun at the SEC, especially when it comes to officiating, but it's there's no question that this is the best-run and best-managed conference, that Greg Sankey has been in front of these issues every single time, and he has positioned the conference, and when we say the conference, we mean the schools, and when we mean the schools, for those of us listening here, we mean Mississippi State and Ole Miss to be the richest and most powerful schools in the country. Mississippi State is probably, you know, 12th, 13th Ole Miss 11th, 12th, 13th most powerful school in the SEC. But they are top 20 schools, top 25 schools nationally in terms of budget, in terms of football competitiveness, in terms of brand recognition. Those two schools are dominant because they are part of the SEC. What's good for the whole is good for the individuals and for for Greg Sankey, I mean, I, I I can't help but go back and think, Bob, of how much he was laying out. I think he was sort of telling us on Tuesday what was going to happen on Wednesday, without actually telling us that he was just sort of hinting that, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of time for the NCA anymore, and uh, you know the SEC, we're gonna be we're gonna be making some moves uh, here and there. So, good stuff. Another winner. This is a good one.
5: Uh, go go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, my other winner is the the timpani at the at the beginning of the Olympics. That uh, that the, the music, music. boom 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 boom. And it could be a tuba. I used to play the tuba, by the way. It could Did be you? a tuba, but it's really a timpani. You know, right before the music starts. That's that's yeah. a winner for me.
7: Okay.
4: Uh, we got a winner. Adam Fraser goes from Pittsburgh to San Diego. Yeah, that's a good good spot for the former Bulldog, and who's leading the uh, majors in hits right now. Uh, and he gets right in the thick of the playoff chase with the uh, the Padres. That's a good fit for him. Uh, loser from Jason Fanatics Hale State Store. Think a month to get everything. Everything maroon is varying degrees from brown to crimson to purple. Not maroon. Not maroon like Bob's shirt today. Shop local, guys. Shop local. That's what I would tell you to do. Go in there. Go to the store. I know it's tough for you, Jason, because you live in Flagstaff, Arizona. There's probably not a lot of MSU stuff just on the shelves there. But, man, if you got somebody, some family back here in Mississippi, that might be the way to go. Uh, let's see here. Winner, Colin Trollio, West Point, Mississippi, runner-up at the USGA National Amateur. Congrats to him. That's a great stuff there. Uh, winner, me as an LSU fan in Houston, loser. All of my Aggie friends, Chris in Houston. That guy, Chris, watch out for him. He's a sneaky one. Uh where does Vandy fit? I mean everybody's gotta have somebody bringing up the great point average, right? We gotta have one nerd in the conference. Vandy can hold that. Plus, as Andy said, Andy Staples told us, Vandy has recently won College World Series. Uh they're competitive in other sports. They're just not competitive in football, but somebody has to be last, Bob. There's there's just somebody's gonna finish four and eight when you have these kind of conferences. So it doesn't it doesn't hurt that you have a Vanderbilt. Plus they give you Nashville. They give you all those T V markets there, so it's good stuff. All right. Another interview coming up. We're going back to the Farm Bureau phone lines when we return. We're going to talk to Luke Johnson, who covers the Saints for NOLA.com. Uh been a rough patch for the Saints the past couple of weeks. Injuries, suspensions, post-breeze era, not off to the rosiest of starts. We'll get his thoughts on that and what's going to happen when training camp gets going uh, when we come back here on Sports Talk, Mississippi.
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies with a 40% chance of rain, high near 93. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75. Mostly sunny skies for Tuesday, 40% chance of rain, high near 93. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 94. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in
3: Brandon.
2: The economy has put a lot of our plans for 2021 behind schedule, back orders on building materials and appliances to finish the new home or remodel. And what about home security safes? You were planning to buy a Browning gun safe this year, but now shortages on all things gun-related have you saying, how do I get one? Well. Security Joe of Discount GunSafe says, I can get you a safe. He has teamed up with the Browning Safe Company to release an emergency shipment of specially priced safes, arriving just in time for the July rush. Browning has limited quantities available, but Discount GunSafe has 12, 24, up to 65 gun capacity safes in stock and ready for in-home delivery. With prices starting at just $6.99, we can all afford to protect our firearms and family valuables again. Visit the showroom of Discount GunSafe at 30 36 Old Brandon Road in Pearl to see the largest selection of gun safes in Mississippi. Or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233.
20: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
12: This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting... rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe.
0: Whether it's the perfect wine, a great whiskey, or a recipe for a cool cocktail, Colony Wine Market in Madison can fill all your beverage needs. We stock more than 1,700 wines and 150 whiskeys hand-selected by our staff from all over the world.
24: And just a few steps away, Colony Bistro and Wine Bar offers craft Cocktails, an entire world of wines for tasting, and a terrific Southern European menu that has led Colony Bistro to be named Best New Restaurant by the Clarion Ledger. Visit us in Colony Crossing and see what everyone is talking about.
16: I'm Stephen Gagliano and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Last week, State Attorney General Lynn Fitch filed her brief with the Supreme Court ahead of a review of Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban, a law that was passed by the legislature in 2018 and subsequently blocked by a federal judge. While some say the case simply seeks to overturn Roe v. Wade, Fitch recently explained that there's more to it.
14: Well, I don't think overturning Roe v. Wade is the angle. The question is, is there viability, when is there viability, and how is that sought by the state?
16: The court will likely hear the case in November, and a Monroe County man is dead after reportedly getting stuck in a window. Multiple reports state that 54-year-old Dennis Parker died while attempting to get his keys that had gotten stuck inside of a locked camper on Chapel Grove Road. It appears that Parker got stuck on Friday night while trying to fit through a small window of the camper and died of asphyxiation. Steven Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
0: Let's go, let's go, let's go. This is your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: Go and
10: send down some angels.
11: And they better have guns. Because everybody's <laughs> crazy
19: now.
5: What do what you doing, Bob? Yeah, uh, you know, you just start, you know, you throw things against the wall, see where they end it's, up. Let's see where they end up. I have no idea where we're
4: going with this one. Sports Talk Mississippi on a Monday afternoon. This Brian song Hadad. is
5: it. It says, "Hey Dad's favorite." I don't believe that for one second. Uh, it does not so. actually.
4: Brian Aiden, Bob Sullender <laughs> here with you on a Monday. Work with we're me. We're back. You know. Yeah, I'm, 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 been, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Back to the Farm Bureau phone lines right now. We're going to talk to Luke Johnson, or as we call him sometimes on this show, the other Luke Johnson, because we have the other Luke Johnson covers USM for us. Uh, from the New Orleans Advocate, let's talk some saints. Are the dogs all right?
26: <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody somebody picked a very inconvenient time to start mowing their lawn <laughs> right outside our house. And, uh, and I've got one that just, like, cannot take the sound of a lawn. So he just starts barking nonstop. I, so uh, I think we're I think we're good to go. He uh, might join the program in a little bit. We never know. Um, but let's let's uh, let's try to do it without him and see what happens. I,
4: I'm always raining Exactly, exactly. Let's have some fun with it. The Saints aren't having a whole lot of fun this off season. You know, with Drew Brees retiring, a new day there in New Orleans, and these past couple of weeks have just been rough. Let's start with the suspension of of David. And I hope I pronounced it right. On Yamada. Yep, that's a good. big blow. That's a big blow that I don't think a lot of Saints fans realize how big a blow it is. That that's a that's a big loss for them for the first six weeks of the season.
26: It's huge. Uh, it it would be it would be big in any year, but it's especially big this year because was going to really anchor the interior of that defensive line? You know, in, in past years, uh, maybe they would have been able to rely on. On Sheldon Rankins or Malcolm Brown or um, you know, somebody else to pick up some of the slack in there, uh, you know he's a really good player, but they had some really good depth there. And now, um, you know Onyemata was going to be the guy, uh, and um, you know they have some players they like in there. Um, you know they like Malcolm Roach and they like Shai Tuttle and uh, you know some of these other youngsters who've, who've kind of played a, a part in their rotation these last couple of years, but uh, they've never had to count on those guys um, for. Big-time minutes, a lot of snaps. Um, and I, I think it's going to hurt. Um, you know, their, their run defense has been one of the best in the NFL the last couple of years. Anumata's played a big part in that. He's an underrated interior pass rusher. Uh, you know, a lot of those uh, those sacks that Trey Hendrickson and Cam Jordan and, and the like have piled up. Uh, you know, Anumata's played a part in that. He's, he's a very, very good defensive football player. And uh, it's going to hurt not having him for the first six weeks. And they played some pretty good offenses in that time, too.
4: Yeah. And then in the back of half of the defense, you have Marshawn Lattimore. Nothing's been made official there from the league or the team. But after, you know, an arrest and an impossible gun charge, it feels pretty, pretty safe to assume he's going to miss some time as well. The Saints, you know, they let Jenkins go. It's just sort of been a revolving door at that other cornerback. Lattimore's been the constant over the past few years. How are they going to handle that departure if and when it comes?
26: Uh, uh, put some up against the wall and hope that it sticks um i, I mean you you're talking about two of the the positions that that they that were gutted the most this offseason yeah. um uh, you lost two really important pieces you know that i just discussed in in Sheldon Rankins and Malcolm Brown uh and then um you know obviously uh, a very very good man cornerback uh, in Janoris Jenkins um I, those are all very good veteran football players um, and right now, I mean, there's nobody really has any idea who is going to be starting opposite Marshawn Lattimore in the best case scenario, whenever he is on the field, um, and in the scenario where he is not on the field, um, I mean, you're, you're just um, you're looking at a, a really weak spot on that Saints defense. Um, yeah, they were very, very good against the pass last year. I don't think people gave him enough credit. Didn't give up a single 300 yard passer all season, and they faced a lot of really good quarterbacks. Um, you know, I, I think they finished number three in pass defense in the NFL, which is, uh, you know, just doesn't really compute for a lot of Saints fans who are just used to seeing a teams throw for like 400 on them. Uh, but yeah, I think even if even when Marshawn's in there, they're going to take a step back this year, uh, just because they don't have that top flight guy opposite him. And then if Marshawn has to sit, too, especially if it's early in the season, and, you know we're, we're hearing today that maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the lineup. And you think about that Green Bay Packers uh, team coming to town week one, uh, potentially no Marshawn Lattimore, no Janoris Jenkins on the other side. Um, I, I don't really like the sound of that, to be
4: honest. I've got to be honest with you. I'm starting to second-guess myself for doing this interview as a Saints fan because you're starting to depress me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Look,
26: I, I, I think there's, go there's going to be challenges this year. Like, that's like, just the reality of it, right? Like, it's it's yeah. a it is very much a transition year, and we're going to kind of see what they're made of. Yeah, the, the last 15 years, it's been you, know, you can pretty directly tie the team's success to to Drew Brees. Now, obviously, the last three years, specifically four, if you want to include 2017, um, yeah, they've they've had a very good team around Drew, and they've been very successful in the regular season. I I just think that uh, this year is going to really show us um, exactly how deep that team was. Um, Even though they they lost a lot of players from it, uh, it's going to show exactly how good a coach Sean Payton is. It's going to be. I I just think there's a lot more room for um, for for this year's team to. uh, There's a lot more room for interpretation as far as what the record's going to be. I think it could. Vary pretty wildly. Uh, A lot depends on Jameis. A lot depends on some of these young guys they're counting on. Um, I think this rookie class is going to play a a much bigger role than uh, the rookie classes in years past. Um, And maybe maybe they hit on all that stuff like they did in seventeen, and and they can keep this thing going. Uh, But there's there's a a much greater chance this year uh, for them to you know kind of fall back toward the middle of the pack uh, as opposed to the last couple of years, and they were kind of a Super Bowl front runner.
4: Well, let's talk about the, what I consider the biggest uh, uh, missing piece, and that's me, to be Michael Thomas. Put on the physically unable to perform list today, the ankle that bothered him all last year continued to bother him. Explain to me as best you can why it, he waited until this point to, to get this surgery done as opposed to not feeling right in February or March and go ahead and doing it then.
26: Yeah, I wish I had. For you, um,
4: oh well, thank
26: it, it. you. Yeah, know, it just it, it, <laughs> it kind of uh, it it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, uh, and I think um, you know we we should be talking to uh, to Sean Payton later this week, and um, you know maybe Mickey Loomis, and maybe we can get a, a better idea for how that actually happened. Uh, but you know we we weren't able to go out there and see them in uh, you know the summer for for OTAs minicamp whatever you want to call it because they didn't really have a traditional one, and all were, able to do is ask about how he is, and you know, everybody's like, "Oh, yeah, it's good to have him back out there." And um, you know, come to find out, uh, you know, in, in July that he's not going to be ready for the start of the season. It's, uh, um, it's kind of mystifying. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping we get some answers for that later on this week.
4: Saints went ahead and made a move today and signed Chris Hogan, uh, a veteran wide receiver. But obviously, that's not the same kind of thing as as you have with Michael Thomas. You know, can a guy like Traquan Smith step up in, in into that role, or maybe a Marquez Callaway? Who who are the Saints going to lean on here in the first few weeks?
26: Uh, I believe his name starts with Alvin and ends with. <laughs> um, <laughs> that poor look, guy I, is going to really be like, tired. I really like Traquan Smith. Uh, yeah, he. I mean. They are going to feed him a lot um, out of necessity, I think, uh, and I think that probably uh, will result in an increase in Latavius Murray's role as well. Um, but it, look, I, I really like Traquan Smith. Smith. Um, I really like Marquez Callaway. Uh, I really like Deontay Harris that he can stay on the field. Uh, that's not a it's not a given because he's yeah he, it is what it he is. He's five six and one hundred and eighty pounds. Um, yeah but those guys are all to this point have all been very good complimentary pieces and they've never really had to be the guy. Um, and, and you know, I know Traquan's had huge games, but that's when teams were doubling Mike Thomas and trying to take him, him and Alvin Kamara away. Uh, I know they've, they've been doing a lot of work with Jameis this off season. And I think that's, that should leave some room for optimism. I, I think they're going to be good players, but it, it's, it's not going to help when you're taking one of the the top five wide receivers in the NFL um, off the field. And uh, you just, you just really wonder how, how it's going to go. And and honestly, it, 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 it almost has to be Alvin. Uh, You know, I, I think Alvin really put this offense on his back for a lot of last year when, when, you know, Drew was out, and, and they were needing somebody to make a play. And Mike Thomas wasn't really a factor. And um, I, I think he can do that again, but they've got to they got to get creative. And I, I think it's going to help. They're probably going to change things up a little bit. Um, yeah, I think it'll probably take some of the shackles off of Traquan Smith if you can count on him via a guy who stretches the field. And uh, same thing with Deontay Harris. I, I think that's going to help, but it's it's not it's not going to be. Uh, uh, you know optimal without mike thomas out there he's really 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 good um that's a big blow to their their chances right away
4: we've got about 30 seconds left here one of our listeners says they're headed to new orleans they want your best seafood restaurant recommendation
26: uh pesh hands down uh pesh in the cbd p-e-c-h-e uh, it's awesome
4: i thought sorry i thought you were going to go luke johnson new orleans advocate man thanks so much for for coming on
26: uh, my pleasure uh, talk to you guys
4: soon All right. Sports Talk Mississippi will be back to wrap up the the 4 o'clock hour right after this.
8: I'm the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass deeds. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon, 209 Woodgate Drive, cross gates. Just call 601 605 4443 Heavy rains uh, causing delays on 20 eastbound and westbound near Highway 18. Also, Highway 18. Look for delays north and southbound in between uh, Maddox Road and I 20. And also seeing delays southbound on 220 from McLean Avenue down to 20. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you.
24: Yes if you've found the keeper in your life, whether you've just started dating or you've
8: been married for decades. We've built an entire store just for you. Juniker Jewelry Company. We are Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I'm John Ravenstein. I'm Rachel. And I'm Corey Ravenstein with 10 times the diamonds, gauge rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best price in the state. We have the
11: perfect diamond to express the will of your heart. No other jeweler in the state has more fine diamonds of every size, shape and price range than Junikers. So whether you're looking for
8: your first engagement ring or that second diamond you've always wanted to give her but now can afford. If you found the love of your life come to Juniker Jewelry Company because she's
18: a keeper.
9: Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway just south of 463 in Madison and Juniker Jewelry Com.
27: Richland Mitsubishi summer vacation sales event was so successful that we're extending it for another month. That's right. All month long, we're celebrating the red, white, and blue with a vacation from your car payment. July is vacation time at Richland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer when you purchase a new Mitsubishi. Coming now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. And we're giving you a free 40-inch TV with each purchase. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000 mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. No matter your past credit history, we'll work to get you approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade, we'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a -a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for no payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896 9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi t 4 795 1999 galby once to get off
19: Water Spirits presents the Twilight, the Twilight Concert, Concert Series at Renaissance, Renaissance this Friday with the Revivalists. I my the Revivalists with dumpster funk plus Epic Funk Brass Band. Get tickets now at twilightms.com. TwilightMS.com. The revivalists are coming this Friday. I wish I knew you when I was
18: See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com.
27: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
4: What you want about the Longhorns or the Aggies? ZZ Top is the real pride of Texas, in my opinion. Good stuff here on a Monday afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi, Brian Haydad, Bob Solander spinning the tunes, getting the guests wearing a maroon shirt, all of those good things here with you on a Monday. Interesting tweet here uh, from Tom Pellicero, covers the NFL for the NFL Network, talking about Deshaun Watson. Uh, So the Texans are now willing to listen and have been for some time to trade offers for their star quarterback, Deshaun Watson. I wonder why. I wonder what changed for them that they want to deal Deshaun Watson, Bob. I don't know. Multiple sources tell him and Ian Rappaport, prices too high for a player of his caliber should be, blah, blah, blah. And it says, interested teams have done their homework on Deshaun Watson's legal situation. The NFL hasn't placed him on the exempt list in the civil cases and won't go to trial this year. If the team gets comfortable with that piece, it's a rare opportunity to acquire... One of the NFL's best young quarterbacks. Am I the only one that's a little uncomfortable here with them saying that piece when that piece is the alleged assault of about 20 women?
5: Yeah, you know what they say when there's smoke. Yeah. I mean, and, and, it,
4: and if you, you listen to this show, you know full well that before all this news broke about him, there was no bigger advocate of the Saints dealing the house. To get Deshaun Watson than me, I was just like trade them whatever they want. If Michael Thomas has to be included in that deal, so be it. I can't believe any NFL team would be willing to take that chance right now, and certainly not be willing to give up very much to do so. I can't believe a team would say, "Okay, let's let's uh let's deal away two or three first round picks for this guy." When there's a, it feels like a well better than fifty percent chance he's going to be in jail in the near future. So you know, and this is one of those things where you know people report something. I'm not calling anybody a liar. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense
5: the, to you, Bob, as, as an NFL fan. I, are, are you a Saints fan, or, or I don't know who you cheer for? You yeah, well, fan? I mean, I you know, grow. I grew up in Vicksburg. You did too. Woohoo! You know, but the Saints were when I grew, you know, they were horrible. And so oh, no, no I was, I was, a, I was a Cowboy fan. I mean, I was okay, a Danny White, way. Tony Dorsett, uh, and, you know, Dwight Clark rest his soul i mean it he killed me as a yeah. like 6 year old or 7 year old whenever that was oh yeah the cats you know, so you don't need a quarterback as a Dallas fan
4: but if you did would you be comfortable with the cowboys making a big
5: deal and trading away two three drafts worth of first rounders for Deshaun Watson not if i needed a quarterback you know and and for the saints and since you know the saints you know i've, I've been on the saints train for for the last i guess 15 bobby a yeah. bear the cajun cannon and i've been on oh, the yeah. saints for the last 15 20 you know, twenty years I've I've been that guy with, with, with the Saints. I mean, that's a you know, they're kind of hometown for us here in the in the Jackson yeah. Metro. So yeah. you know, I I would absolutely have been all over the Deshaun Watson trade. I would have yeah. I would have, I don't know if I'd have done the Herschel Walker trade for him, but pretty close. <laughs> yeah,
4: I mean if the, if you had go if we could go back to I guess, you know, February or March before all these allegations broke out and said, We're gonna give up Jameis, Michael Thomas, and a first rounder and maybe a second-rounder next year. And we're going to get Deshaun Watson. I said, make the trade. Make the trade. Deshaun Watson's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, Michael Thomas, as much as I like Michael Thomas, and, I mean, he's not even going to be there the first six weeks, but receivers, are are, you can replace them. You can go to the draft. You can find a a great
5: receiver. They're just out there to be found. And Um, I I would have done the same thing for if – I never thought Aaron Rodgers was on the trading block. Never yeah. thought it. He's not, you know. I, maybe, maybe mid year that they might deal him. I would have done the same thing for Aaron Rodgers, you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If if there was absolutely, a possibility yeah. to get him, I would have given anything for Aaron Rodgers. And I think Aaron Rodgers would be a phenom fit in New Orleans, kind of like Drew Brees. How Drew Brees came in there, Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, what a great fit to end out his career. Um, but nah, it's not going nah, to happen.
4: Somebody asks us on the text line, if he gets traded and goes to prison, would that void his contract? It would void his contract, but it wouldn't void the trade. If, I, if I'm if i the Texans, and I make a trade with them, let's just pick somebody at random, you know, the Falcons, just because I don't like them. Uh, and they trade, the Falcons give them three first-rounders for Deshaun Watson, and then two months later, Deshaun Watson's found guilty on these charges. He's going to go to jail, but they're not going to give those picks back
5: Trade uh,
4: of the trade, the trade is yeah. You, and you knew, you know, the, the, the Texans say, "Look, you knew those allegations were out there. You knew this was a possibility." So yeah, that I don't, I don't understand how there's a trade market for for Deshaun Watson. I just don't see it at all. But if they're reporting that there is, I I, I would not want to be a fan of the team that does that gets him because I uh. my guess is you will not be happy about it for very long. That said, you know the legal system in this country, that's, that's more Gerard and Gallo. I know, but.
5: Hey, and you're look. You're trending. Tre-
4: could go. It could happen.
5: And you're trending for a remake of the Longest Yard. I mean, it it's just not <laughs> looking good right now.
4: No, I, I I Paul Cruz or Deshaun Watson? I don't know. I'm I'm going Cruz. Going Cruz. All right. Final all the shows coming up. College football fix. To Start us off. We'll talk to David Johnson about the Ole Miss Rebels in the uh, second, the last hour as well. Bob Soler and Brian Haydad finishing up your Monday afternoon. This is Sports Talk, Mississippi.
0: This is powered by your Mississippi, tree professionals Mississippi.
22: Online at, at Fox News, I'm Ann Carrick. Promising or threatening to do anything to get a bipartisan infrastructure bill passed, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer with a message to all Senators.
15: Senators should be on notice that the Senate may stay in session through the weekend in order to finish the bill.
22: Republicans voted against debate last week, saying the text of the bill is not finalized. Addressing vaccines for doctors in Veterans Affairs, President Biden responds during a media briefing related to his meeting with the Prime Minister of Iraq.
0: Veteran Affairs is going to, in fact, require that all docs working in, in facilities are going to have to be vaccinated.
22: The Department of Veterans Affairs is the first major federal agency with a COVID-19 vaccine mandate. California and New York City both now with requirements for vaccines or weekly tests for government employees and healthcare workers. America's listening to fox
10: news this fox news update has been brought to you by tico's steakhouse
2: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now. Featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Pump Mississippi News.
16: Mississippi is getting $1.8 billion from the American Rescue Plan, with more also going to cities and counties. When it comes to how it should all be spent, Senator Daniel
6: Sparks is encouraging. Urging
16: cooperation at
6: all levels. Go to your legislator, go to your representative, your senator, and say, here's what we want to do. Here's how it lays out. Here's how it impacts our community. Here's how it pushes us forward generationally. Here's how it transforms us, so our children and grandchildren are more likely to stay in Mississippi. spark says the legislature could
16: then match those funds. And authorities in Perry County have made an arrest after the discovery of 3,000 fentanyl pills. Officials say a traffic stop on Highway 98 Resulted in the seizure of the pills in addition to an ounce of crystal meth. 39-year-old Angela Pacheco is charged with trafficking with intent to deliver meth and trafficking with intent to deliver fentanyl pills. Steven Gagliano, Talk Mississippi
3: News. Hey y'all, let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your
2: load. This is a big deal. Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help. For doctor visits, to preventive services, to prescription drugs, these are quality plans. You can do this. You can have coverage as soon as August 1st if you sign up now at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Texas and Oklahoma have taken the next step toward potentially
16: joining the SEC. The Big 12 powerhouses have informed their current conference that they will not renew their media rights following their expiration in 2025. While a joint statement from the programs note that they do intend to honor the current agreement, there is a possibility that they could pay a penalty to leave early. Texas and Oklahoma would need 11 of the SEC's 14 presidents to officially extend an invitation to join the conference. And the Commission on Wildlife Fisheries and Parks has voted to adopt a set of proposals to curb hunting pressure from non-residents during Mississippi's spring turkey season.
24: With one of the nation's earliest opening days, Mississippi has always been a popular destination to traveling hunters before its arrival in their home states. However, non-resident license sales during the season's initial weeks have doubled in the last two years, prompting public calls to address the issue. To see the proposed rules, visit Supertalk.fm.
22: Mississippi State Medical Association presents the Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala. Celebrate the COVID-19 champions who have worked tirelessly over the past year to serve the people of Mississippi. With nominees that include small, nonprofit, and corporate businesses, education, community, and military leaders, as well as healthcare professionals, the Healthcare Heroes Awards Gala, presented by the Mississippi State Medical Association, on August 14th at 7:30 p.m. at the Jackson Convention Center. To get tickets or become a sponsor, go to msmaonlinecom aj your
0: midday meeting place the jt show with gerard gibbert weekdays 10 to 1 here on super talk mississippi now back to sports talk mississippi it doesn't get any better than this on super talk mississippi
4: O'clock hour. It's been a fun uh, couple hours here on Sports Talk Mississippi. Brian Adad here. Bob Solander in, in Studio X running the show. Without him, there is no show. We've had, we've had some good shows. Good guests today. If you missed any of them, you can always go back to the uh, Sports Talk Mississippi podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. And while you're there, I'm just saying, uh, uh, subscribe to the uh, Thunder and Lightning Podcast, or the Rebel Report, or the Eagle Hour. Keep you up to date with all your favorite teams. Make sure you subscribe. Give us that five-star review because you love us. And if you don't love us, we'll just put whatever you want in the review, but make it five stars. You can say five stars and it's just, you know, these guys are terrible. I hate them. I wish they get hit by a truck. But as long as we get the five stars, I don't really care at that point. We'll we'll just take what we can get. Five o'clock hour. That means it's time for the college football fix.
5: It's just no gonna music. have to be us, man. The computer froze it up. It's all right. Man. We'll figure it out. Hey, we'll work it out. we'll work it out.
4: Yeah, College Football Fix is brought to you by your North Mississippi or your Mississippi Ford dealers. I'm 45 years old. That means if I had bought a Ford truck uh, every year of my life, I would have bought the the America's best selling truck. Uh, there's just nothing better than a Ford vehicle. If you got a chance to get out there and check out some of the new ones on the lot, you definitely want to take advantage of that today. So we talked about on a. On Friday, showed the All SEC team coming out of SEC Media Days and some of the the various snubs uh, uh, from that particular thing. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about that, but I want to look at the. We haven't talked about the SEC uh, predicted order of finish.
7: There it is. It just
5: oh. took me a little time here. It's all
4: right now. Everything I just said about our Mississippi four dealers just you just need to remember that. So. So as you might could guess, and if you're surprised by this, I don't know what to tell you, Alabama predicted to uh, to uh, win the SEC uh, overall. not any real surprise uh, there. they They are you know, they are sort of the favorites in that. This isn't correct. Somebody's got the wrong predictions up here. What's going on with this world? Um, and then of course, over there in the east. SEC uh, East champion, the Georgia Bulldogs. I was surprised that Alabama was as overwhelming as a favorite as they were. I voted for Georgia myself. And then you have the rest of the divisions. Let's do the East first. Georgia, Florida, Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. Nailed that one. That is exactly how my ballot uh, looked as well. Wait a minute. Oh, that, never mind. That's the... Uh... You know, here, here's what I'm going to try to tell you, uh, Bob, and it's not your fault. I just want to go ahead and tell you that, but uh, why 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 can't I just get the uh, predicted order of finish? Everybody's got these little cutesy articles, and they're just like, "Here's my I, I just want to see what the actual predicted order of finish was." It's a uh, it's a little it's a little disturbing that you just can't you know get what you're supposed to get.
5: Yeah, the first uh, football fix music I pulled up was from back uh, about thirty years ago.
4: Hey, nothing wrong with that. Thirty years ago, I was like, "That's was, that's not it. That's some good times." I was fifteen.
5: We you, you in your 20s? Man, time flies when you're having fun, huh?
4: Something something like that. Well, long story short, State last in the SEC West. almost Miss uh, fourth in the SEC West. Uh, like I said, uh, Alabama-Georgia, you predicted champions of the divisions, and then Alabama predicted uh, to go on with that. Ole Miss at, at fourth, I can buy into that pretty easily. I could see them as high as third. I, I don't think they're ready to jump up with A&M and certainly not with Alabama just yet but I think the the Rebels are going to be going to be good this year. This should be a really good old Miss team. Assuming that they answer their one big question which is defense. Can you stop they, anybody? I mean, that's the yeah, one question. That that's it's really the only question. Um and then for state it's the opposite. It's can you score? Can you can right. you move the football? It's it is surprising to me and I talked about this and we'll talk about it a little bit more in the next segment that there's just not a lot of respect for Mississippi State out there this this year for whatever reason. Um, I had State 6th on my ballot. I had Ole Miss 4th. But as I said on on Friday's show, I think that wherever you you look, uh, 3 to 6, I can buy into it. If you said Ole Miss 3rd, LSU 4th, State 5th, Auburn 6th, sure. If you said Auburn 3rd, LSU 4th, Ole Miss 5th, State 6th, sure. If you said state third, Ole Miss, it doesn't matter what the order is. I'll buy it. I think Arkansas is last. I think Alabama's first, and A and M second. That's the only thing I have locked in. You know, for you, do you do you agree with that? That that, that mix of teams: LSU, Auburn, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. There, it, it really is just going to depend on how they play against each other more than anything else to where they finish.
5: Yeah, I think that's it. That's kind of the the you know you've got Alabama and you've got the rest of the pack, and you know it's very interesting to see how those those teams are going to kind of uh, you know march up. I, you know, I, I give State a little bit more credit than everybody is though, in my opinion. Oh, I mean, you you you're, you're nice you. now look you, you. I mean, you you've got your finger on the pulse up there a lot more than I do. right I, but you know, I, Mike Leach, he's going to figure things out. You know, I, I think he is. And, um, you know, if he gets that guy, if he finds that guy that can, that can buy into this uh, this program, especially a quarterback, um, you know, I, I think they, they can move the ball. You know, and, yeah. and um, they look, they, he showed that he didn't need a lot of time to do it against LSU that first game. I know the right. wheels fell off after that. But, look, LSU, that wasn't a joke of a program. You know, um, they weren't the same team from a year ago, you know, a year prior to that game. But, you know, I mean, you go down and, you know, you light up LSU like, like Leach yeah. did. I mean, that was that was impressive. And, I, and so I, I give State a little bit more credit than a lot of other people are.
4: And Jamie from Oxford makes a really good point. So State will overperform since pick, being picked last, it always happens. There was an article from our good friend Barrett Salee, who, as you can guess, voted State last in his ballot. But year in, year out, when you look at the SEC media day predictions versus the actual final standings, Mississippi State is consistently the most underrated team in the conference. Now, part of that is because in 2014, if, if you go back, talking about the last six, seven years, 2014, uh, State was predicted dead last in the West, and they ended up being second. Now, that was the year, of course, you know, they went to number one in the nation. Um, but State, by and large, I think they were predicted last in fifteen or 6th and 15th, and they finished third. Um, year in and year out, he's correct that state, for whatever reason, is undervalued. Now, he says almost almost will likely underperform. That has been a problem. You know, there's been some almost teams that have been overrated, not overrated, but over predicted, I guess you could say. But I don't think this is one of them. I think this almost team is good. I think, you know, when you've got Matt Corral, and I saw today, uh, our friend Cole Kublik tweeted out some Heisman odds. Matt Corral at 16-1, to right there on the cusp of, of the top favorites. You know, you you, know, you got your guys like Spencer Rattler and a few others that are the, the odds-on guys. But Corral is in that, in that next grouping. As far as value goes, I mean, that's a good pick. You know, I mean, he's going to put up some big numbers uh, for the Rebels for sure. From the 662, if the injury bug on defense keeps up, almost won't be any better tough weekend for injury news. I'll have to... To take your word for that, and I'll ask David Johnson about it uh, when we talk to him in about uh, twenty twenty three minutes from now. Because I'm not I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Bob, do you, you know, do you keep up what's going on with it with the rebels? They had some injuries. Um,
5: I, I have I have not I have not heard okay. the, the one we'll this, this see weekend. What, so we'll see David what Johnson says. will let
4: us know. He'll, he'll he'll give us the information there when we we'll talk to him very shortly.
5: And then you know, as far
4: as all SEC snubs, I thought state really got the, the the short end of the stick with a couple of these and, and it happened again today. The Thorpe Award announced its watch list. Now if you're if you're familiar with watch lists, if you you know keep up with these things, basically if you played a snap of college football in the previous season and you're still alive, they will put you on a watch list. I mean Jaquavius Marks and Dylan Johnson, who spearheaded Mississippi State being the worst rushing offense maybe in the country. Are both on the Dope Walker Award often, um, watch list for the best running back in the country. They got no chance at that award. Not that they aren't good players, but they're going to rush for maybe a combined 700 yards this year. Maybe 800. I don't know. But they're on the watch list. But neither Emmanuel Forbes nor Martin Emerson made the Thorpe Award watch list. Neither one of them made any of the top three teams in the SEC for the all SEC teams. Jaden Wally, who is a guy that. I mean, he caught 50 passes last season in limited action uh, against an all-SEC competition. I mean, he's going to catch 70, 75 passes this year and be around 1,000 yards. Those are all SEC numbers. Now, he, he may not be first team, but to tell me that he's not one of the top nine receivers in the conference, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be able to buy into that. From an Ole Miss standpoint, I thought Nick Broker could have gotten a little more love. Defensively, it's just tough. It's 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 just tough to point to anybody Ole Miss to, on Ole Miss's defense and say, I think they should be all SEC. I mean, I like Sam Williams, good football player. Sunogo is a really solid guy. But there's just not a guy where I can just, with certainty say, yeah, he's one of the top ten at his position in the SEC for Ole Miss defensively. So I don't know if there were any snubs there, but for State, man, just a few snubs for sure. We're going to talk a little bit more about Mississippi State in the next segment take something from my podcast and bring it here and we're going to talk about what, what we were just saying that state, just no respect the Rodney Dangerfield, if you will of the SEC media days and then when we come back from that we'll be talking to David Johnson from the Ole Miss spirit Ron Hayden, Bob Sullender here with you on a Monday afternoon It's a Sports Talk Mississippi
8: Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations 70 glass Deeds. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North End and in Brandon. At 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgate. just call 601 605-4443. Delay southbound on 55 down through the waterworks to the Pearl River and northbound from the Pearl River up to Lakeland. Also seeing heavy delays eastbound and westbound at the stack on 20. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent elsewhere. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call 601-353- 5217.
10: Ben Nelson, golf and outdoor is now offering easy go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency only at ben nelson golf and outdoor exit 114 in gluckstadt or online at binnelson.com.
27: Richland Mitsubishi summer vacation sales event was so successful that we're extending it for another month. That's right. All month long we're celebrating the red, white, and blue with a vacation from your car payment. July is vacation time at Richland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer when you purchase a new Mitsubishi. Coming now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. And we're giving you a free 40-inch TV with each purchase. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. No matter your past credit history, we'll work to get you approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Richland Mitsubishi for no payments for the entire summer. Richland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi.
10: The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back and better than ever. Friday, July 30th through Sunday, August 1st at the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Featuring celebrity appearances from Ashley Jones, Ronnie Adams and Bruce Mitchell from Swamp People. David Ellis from Yacht Yacht. Son of the South, Josh Carney. Paul LeBlanc and Kenyon from Southern Boys Outdoors. Kenneth Lancaster from The Given Right. Talking Turkey with Paul Meek. The Turkey Man, Eddie Salter. The Mississippi Swamp Witches. Pro Fisherman Brad Chapel and Richard Gatorborn. And... And more. Don't miss the Big Buck Contest. Jason Reynolds High Flying Retrievers. Casting for Kids with Brad Case. The Youth Archery Range. Seminars and demonstrations on taxidermy. Game prep. Fishing. Turkey Calling and Bow Fishing. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza is back. Indoors and outdoors. At the Refuge Conference Center in Flowood. Friday, July 30th through Sunday, August 1st. Sponsored by Patriot Power Sports. Blue Cross Blue Shield. And Ameristar Casino.
0: Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
1: Oh my God! What is going on here?
0: Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. It's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: A little more my cup of tea, right there. Sports talk Mississippi. Brian Aden and Bob Solander going round and round on a uh, Monday afternoon. In case you're wondering, Richard Cross, I believe, is in the mountains, and Michael Borky's at the beach. So Golly. you know, got a couple. Hey, how do you get couple, that gig, man? I think somebody else is paying for him. He's, a, he's probably, it's one of those timeshare things where he's got to sit in the room for an hour and a half
5: and. Listen to how he's got 90, the ninety-minute presentation.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get the mystery mm. box at the end of it, or, or the concert tickets, or whatever. <laughs> but we're glad you've joined us here on a Monday, uh, Monday afternoon. I'll be. Well, this will be the setup for the next two days as well. Tuesday and Wednesday. Tomorrow show four o'clock hour. We'll start off with Coach Will Hall of Southern Mississippi, the, the head eagle will be joining us here on Sports Talk Mississippi. We've
5: got some other great... Yeah, Brian, but speaking of, don't forget that uh, the Mississippi Giant House Party is back this week. Neshoba County Fair returns with uh, Super Talk Mississippi there. Gallo Show, along with the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert, Uh, will be at Founders Square, and you can hear all the movers and shakers in Mississippi. That's, of course, the Gallo Show and the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert uh, this uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And the reason I jumped in real quick is because there's also going to be the Neshoba County Fair... Football Roundtable. Yeah, I don't know if you, you have you heard about
4: that. I have. And it's pretty cool. Thursday, two o'clock. Two o'clock. DM, Live here on Super Talk Mississippi. old Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach, Southern Miss head coach Will Hall. They're going to participate in a roundtable from two to three. So that will lead into Sports Talk Mississippi. Right. Uh, just Thursday. listen live here on Thursday, two o'clock. That should be really really interesting. And then Michael Borky will have, will be back. And we'll return, and we'll uh, have the show for you. So we should have a lot to talk about after hearing what those guys uh, so
5: you got, have to say. Yeah, so you got Will Hall tomorrow at four, huh? Yeah. Man, you, you're just pulling all the strings. Yeah. I'm gonna have to come up with somebody on Wednesday. I'm gonna have to come up deep from the from the uh, the, well, I, the, art, was, the archives I, of when when they actually let me on the air. You know, I have tonight. reached out. I'm
4: supposed to hear from from Mississippi State to get Coach Mike Leach on with us uh, before. Wednesday okay. or Tuesday or Wednesday, and then I reached out to Ole Miss. We'll see what they've got to say. Do they are they willing to come on? Are they willing to go one on one with the great? Uh, you know I'm they gonna make
5: look, I'm gonna make some calls and I'm gonna go. Hey, this is this is Bulldog Bob and uh, I got my maroon shirt they, on and uh,
4: exactly. They're gonna be like, hold on, you're Bulldog Bob. You're wearing a maroon shirt. Why are we talking to you? No, I think
5: look. <laughs> Back in the day, yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm all, Man I, I live back in the back day. Back
4: in the day. Me. So, one more uh, thing to le- let you guys know about Summer Means Great Concerts on Friday, July 31st. You can catch platinum selling rock band The Re- Re- Revivalists. I almost said it right. During the Twilight Concert Series at the beautiful Renaissance Colony Park in Ridgeland. You can catch The Revivalists and more as they take the stage for this incredible event. And since you'll be right there at the Renaissance of Colony Park, you'll be surrounded by incredible dining and shopping. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster, or you can go to ardenland.net. That's A-R-D-N Land This is the part of the show where Old Miss fans are gonna get mad because I'm gonna talk about Mississippi State not getting any respect. You're just gonna have to get over it. You're gonna have to let me have this 10-minute segment. But state finished, you know, state being predicted last at media days. I'm not overly surprised. I thought, you know, they could be sixth. I had them at 6th. But I when I have them at 6 Bob, I have them at 6 going 7 and 5. I think the West is going to be strong. I think you've got an undefeated Alabama team in the regular season. I think you've got a Texas A&M team that's probably going to go 10 and 2. And then the, the next grouping down that we just talked about 3 to 6. You've got some 8 and 4, 7 and 5 teams in there. I think State's a 7 and 5 team. You lose to Alabama, lose to A&M probably going to lose to LSU and Auburn, and then one more in there, maybe Kentucky, maybe Ole Miss, maybe North Carolina State. I don't know. But what I came away with from media days was the, the number of people who just think that it's just not going to work for Mike Leach at Mississippi State. And I was surprised by that. because. And you brought this up in the previous segment. Mike Leach, if you look at his track record in his years as head coaches at Texas Tech and in Washington State, year one was always a bit of a struggle. Year two, they were just better. And I think that I feel like that's going to be the case again this year. Will Rogers with a full year under his belt and a full spring practice and all the reps. State's done a good job of upgrading the receiver talent around him. They got to be better offensively on the offensive line, but you've got to bring back a lot of experience. And again, they've gotten those reps. I feel state's sort of underrated this year. And you know, we talked to Cole Kublick and Chuck Oliver. Those were two guys who were believers in Mississippi State. Um, and I, I will say that I think Ole Miss has a higher ceiling. Because offensively they're just a little further along. Matt Corral's a better quarterback than Will Rogers. There's just no way around that. Ely and, and and that backfield gives them a lot of weapons. They got to replace Elijah Moore, but I, I have confidence in Lane Kiffin's ability to do that. State, on the other hand, you know I feel like there's a little bit more prove it right. I got to see it. You know, last year after the LSU game, they were, they they just struggled so much, and it was just it's one thing to struggle, but when you're scoring two points against Kentucky. And you're getting shut out against Alabama, and you can't move the football hardly at all, even against Vanderbilt, even though you won the game. I understand there being reluctance, but I, I I am surprised, and I guess from what you're saying in the previous segment, you are too, that how down on Mississippi State a lot of the media at SEC Media Days was.
5: Yeah, and and I you know i can understand with the, how the offensive line underperformed last year and um you know the up front and of course you know you know a first uh you know with Rodgers the first you know full year some some off season and of course you know into this next year first first uh i guess full off season under his belt you know uh it's going to be interesting to see how they uh how he's uh, grasped the uh you know the actually the the reins when it comes to Mike Leach's program and that's that's one of the things that uh You know, for for some some people say Leach can kind of dumb it down for a little bit, but then he kind of goes uh, he kind of goes uh, crazy when it comes to the offensive calling. I don't know if you saw that from from a year ago watching him, but uh, it seems like uh, he kind of dumbed it down a little bit, and then you know the progression took off.
4: You look at the Arkansas game; you know he had a couple of fourth downs where he decided to throw the ball instead of running it or instead of just kicking a field goal. To be honest with you, you know, and he's come back and said that, that he thought that they should have kicked some field goals. Um, and just a few other things here and there. Yeah. Where, and, and he knew that was going to happen. We talked about that all last season, all last off season where there were going to be fourth and shorts where he was going to throw the football and everybody was going to lose their mind saying run the ball, run the ball. It's just not the Mike Leach way. You know, Jason, your, your point is, is, is true because you don't, he says, I'm stuck between three and 10 wins for Mississippi State. Cause I have no idea if five offensive linemen can block three, three defensive linemen any better. That's just something that has to change. It can't be allowed to happen again. Um, when you have five on three, you have to win that battle 100% of the time. The only way to, to, to get them out of that kind of defense where they're dropping eight is to be able to, you know, allow your quarterback time to throw the football, to pick his way through the zone. Then they start bringing five and six and maybe going to a little bit more man. And that's when you hit them over the top. State was able to do that against Georgia for whatever reason, which was one of the most surprising results of the season. Not just, uh, uh, you know, keeping the game close, but being able to move the football on a Georgia team that was, you know, really good and really good defensively. But State moved the ball. That was one of Will Rogers' better games. That's that's the game. And I think Cole Kublik brought this up, and we've talked to some other people. State to go on the road to Georgia, a top ten team, and you know they lost by a touchdown and they played that game with 43 guys you know they were they were you know a full roster is 85 so they were under 50% uh, a lot of key players were out with injury with covid uh, protocols some had opted out and, you know and not to make excuses they lost the game but to play that well under those circumstances i thought gave you some hope that hey once this team i think that was a a, a big game for state from a mental perspective, I think that that's what had them buy in. You think about it, anybody could have opted out last year. He didn't really have to be you know afraid of COVID or anything. You could have just said I don't want to play, and you're still going to keep your eligibility. I think the 43 guys who went to Georgia were totally bought into Mike Leach, and that's the the foundation he, upon which he's going to build his team this year. So we'll see what happens. But I I think State is is a little underrated. Again, I don't expect State to to make a run to Atlanta. I don't think this is going to be like 2014 or anything like that. But State's going to be in in every game they play this year outside of maybe Alabama. And they'll have an opportunity. There's going to be an upset that the Bulldogs are able to pull off uh, at some point in the 2021 season. I feel pretty confident in in saying that. We're going to talk about Ole Miss. and See, equal time for everybody. I'm not... It's not, just, it's not just all Mississippi State. We got the Rebels coming up next. David Johnson covers Ole Miss for twenty four seven Sports. He's going to join us. Uh, we'll talk. So I guess we got some injury stuff to talk about, but I'm more interested to find out more about what's going on in Oxford. Uh, this is a team that, man, they, they, I, I think the expectation level is high in Oxford. Maybe a little too high to be totally honest with you, but I'm buying into them. I think they're going to be a good football team this year. They got a lot of talented players. Plus, I guess we have to get an update on Arch Manning and what's going on there because that is the biggest story in, in college football, in this state anyway uh, for the next couple of years as we follow his recruitment. So David Johnson will join us next on the Farm Bureau phone line Brian Hayden and Bob Solander with you here on Super Talk Mississippi, Sports Talk Mississippi we'll be right back after this
5: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Cylinder For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies with a 40% chance of rain, high near 93. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 75. Mostly sunny skies for Tuesday, 40% chance of rain, high near 93. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 94. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
6: Hello friends, this is Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. If you love agriculture and the great outdoors, and you don't want to miss the exciting new Ag and Outdoor Expo. 60,000 square feet of everything for ag and hunting and fishing, all on display in the brand new Mississippi Trademark, August 6th, 7th, and 8th. Put on by the great folks at the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, and sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Shop great deals on the latest guns, gear, clothing, and equipment. There's fun for the whole family, the Axe Women Loggers of Maine, the Fetch and Fish Dog Show, and the Big Buck Contest, Mississippi's largest display of trophy bucks. Saturday night, you don't want to miss the concert featuring national headliner Tyler Farr and hot Mississippi artist Adam Doliak and Hannah Everhart, along with Corey Smith. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 6th through 8th. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com.
16: Um... I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Punk Mississippi News. Mississippi is getting $1.8 billion from the American Rescue Plan, with more also going to cities and counties. When it comes to how it should all be spent, Senator Daniel Sparks is encouraging cooperation at all levels.
6: Go to your legislator, go to your representative, your senator, and say, here's what we want to do. Here's how it lays out. Here's how it impacts our community. Here's how it pushes us forward generationally. Here's how it transforms us so our children and grandchildren more likely to stay in Mississippi. Spark says the legislature
16: could then match those funds. And authorities in Perry County have made an arrest after the discovery of 3,000 fentanyl pills. Officials say a traffic stop on Highway 98 resulted in the seizure of the pills in addition to an ounce of crystal meth. 39-year-old Angela Pacheco is charged with trafficking with intent to deliver meth and trafficking with intent to deliver fentanyl pills. Steven Gagliano, Talk, Mississippi News.
3: With a historical barrier gone and a new state flag flying, it's the dawn of a new day and new opportunity for Mississippi. The Mississippi Economic Council has identified three areas vital for shaping our future. Bolstering education and workforce development, enhancing our business climate, and keeping and attracting the best and brightest talent to build a stronger, more competitive state. Thanks to a sponsorship from Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi, MEC will be meeting with leaders across the state to develop a plan for securing our future. For more, visit MEC.MS
21: Trustmark, people you trust, advice that works. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
0: Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi.
4: You know, normally on Sports Talk Mississippi, we don't have guests on to talk about Mississippi State and Ole Miss because I'm here in Starville, Richard's there in Oxford, but those guys are gone. And I'm going to give the Rebels their fair shake this week. So my friend David Johnson will join us right now from 24/7 Sports, the Ole Miss spirit there. David, great to have you on with us. Ole Miss to me is such an interesting team in in 2021 because I think they're going to be pretty good, but I feel like there and we talked about this last week. There's a wide range, right? If the defense isn't any better, it could collapse, but I think the defense will be better. You know, for you, what's the best case, worst case for the Rebels in 2021?
23: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if you want to start out on the positive side of things, I think the best case is this is is a team with a break or two, and probably more than just a break or two, uh, several breaks, you know, could push winning 10 games. Mm -hmm. On the flip side of that, you know, amidst all the excitement and everything about the second year of Lane Kiffin, the return of Matt Corral, the offensive prowess that we know they have, is the fact that you can't lose sight. They play in the toughest division and the toughest conference of all college football. And, uh, you know, it, it's really a true statement to say on any given Saturday. Anybody can beat anybody in that league for the most part. And uh, in the West, I think that's certainly true. Uh, you know, you go out there and you have a bad day, uh, you know, throw some interceptions against Arkansas, you may not win that game. And... Um, you know, so I, I think on the on the low side of things, I mean, this is a team I think that's definitely, you know, a six-plus win team no matter what because I think their schedule shapes up nicely. Uh, you know, they draw Tennessee and Vanderbilt from the east. Yeah. Both of those should be very winnable games. And Mississippi State and Arkansas, uh, you know, while we don't know fully what to expect from, from each of them this year, both of them look like they could be, be down again. So, With that said, I mean, I think your win range between six and ten. And, uh, you know, a lot's going to depend on, you know, I think the key games for Ole Miss in in reaching, you know, the upward platitude there is going to be what they do against LSU and Auburn. So, uh, you know, a lot of intrigue around this team. And as you said, look, you know, the offense, I I mean, people generally assume it's a given they're going to be as productive as they were last year. The question is, can that defense uh, take, take some steps forward and uh, they be able to win some games that they were close in last year, but no cigar.
4: Let's talk about the offense one more question. Is the best-kept uh, secret in college football that the fact that Ole Miss led the SEC in rushing last year?
23: You know, that that's kind of funny because, uh, you know, everybody looks at Ole Miss as, as a typical spread-type offense, and it's not. It's not. Now, now, Lane and Jeff Levy are going to spread you out, and they're going to create mismatches where they can. But, uh, you know, Lane Kiffin's offense, don't mistake it for a system. You know, when Phil Longo was calling the plays in Oxford, that was a system, okay? It really didn't matter where your best personnel was on the field offensively. You were going to take what the defense gave you so to speak, which in a lot of times that means your best players aren't always touching the football. I think a good example of that was Dawson Knox at the tight end position at Ole Miss, uh, where he was stuck playing in a systemic type offense. Look, Lane Kiffin, it's not a system, okay? He's strategizing. He's looking out there on that field, and he's going to get the ball in the hands of his best playmakers. Uh, You know, he talks about analytics a lot. But it's hard to write a book on what Lane Kiffin's offense is because, uh, he has more of a pro mentality, more of, uh, we're not going to just go out there and try to take what you give us. We're going to go out there and line it up and we're going to attack you where you're vulnerable. And, um, you know, I think, uh, I think that's, that's kind of the big difference. So, uh, you know, yeah, anybody looking at this team going, Oh, this is a pass happy West Coast style offense. Um, you're sadly mistaken. You're missing half the pitcher there.
4: And it doesn't even seem like this year almost could run the ball even more because that seems to me that's where their best playmakers are with Ely, with Connor, and with Parrish. I mean, those are three guys. I don't know if you can put all three of them on the field at the same time, but I would be definitely finding ways to get two of them out there at the same time and and create some
23: mismatches. Yeah, and I think you're going to see that because I think uh, I think if they do what they're what they want to do, if they're able to do what they want to do, I think you're going to see Jerry on Ely lined up in the slot. A whole lot more than you've ever seen in the past. I think uh, that that's one of the cards they're holding. That uh, everybody's asking, "Hey, who's going to replace Elijah Moore's production?" I think you're going to see Jerry Ealy. Not that he won't play a lot of running back, but I think you're going to see him in that slot a good bit this fall.
4: I mean, that would be an interesting and a guy you talk about that can create problems for players out in space is Jerry Ely That's a defensive coordinator's. Uh, Worst night. Yeah, and
23: I, I, I spent a little time with Ely on Saturday, and uh, you know he he was kind of telling me that, and then uh, you know he's embracing it. He said, "Look, I'm just a playmaker. Wherever they put me, I'm going to make plays. So I'm fine. If they line me up at running back, they line me up in the slot. Just give me the ball."
4: Well, we can't talk about Ole Miss and not mention that defense because, and and, and you know, they it's one of those things where David, I've been saying for like the last four or five years. Well well, they can't be any worse, and then they find a way to be worse <laughs> defensively yeah. the next season. Why is this year going to be different for Ole Miss?
23: Well, I'm going to tell you, I've, I've, I've been so burned by saying exactly what you said. They can't be mm-hmm. any worse for so long now that I'm going to be real careful what I say um, because um, you know there's still some concern on that defensive side of the ball, and for me, seeing is going to be believing. Um Yes, they look better in our limited viewing in the spring. They played with more enthusiasm. They were more of a swarming defense. They look more comfortable in their own skin out there. Uh, You've got some key additions. You know, firstly, they probably played, well, they did play all year all the way to the end without the guy who's probably their most talented defender, and that's Otis Reese. So you're Mm going to have him out there. You know, according to 247's rankings, they signed the number one and number two Juco defensive tackles in the country in Isaiah Hyden and Jamon Gordon. So you expect those guys to be able to make a big difference. The linebacker transfer from Maryland, Chance Campbell, uh, you know, he's a guy that they're going to be depending on. Then you've got some old hats coming back, like Sam Williams on that defensive line. Momo Sanogo, uh, guys like that. They give them a little bit of uh, a swagger, I think, from an experience standpoint, you know. But but there's no Jaques Jones on that defense anymore, who led them in tackles last year. He hit the transfer portal. He's now at Kentucky. You know, they lost a guy <clears throat> we found out last week, Brandon Mack, who was going to play heavily in that outside linebacker DN rotation. He's out with a season-ending injury. Lost some depth on the defensive line with D tackles. Sincere David ease out with the season-ending injury, So, uh, you know, those little things don't help. But, uh, you know, I, I I understand, you know, everybody's thought is, well, they can't be any worse than they were. And, uh, you know, if they're any better, they're going to put more victories in the win column. Uh, and, I, and I would agree with that premise. But, once again, seeing is believing. Got to see yeah. those guys. Got to see what this new addition looks like. Before I'm going to fully buy into that defense uh, being any better than what we've grown accustomed to the last half decade or so.
4: And the good news for Ole Miss is you don't need them to be like the Nebraska black shirts or the or the Alabama no. from the. They just if they could be in the top sixty, that's that's going to be good enough to probably easily win eight or nine games for the
23: Rebels. Yeah, if those guys are the ninth best defense in the SEC. I could see them winning ten games. You yeah. know. It, it, they just need a little bit of an impr- of improvement there, um, but you know we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hang myself out there. <laughs> I'm not gonna walk out, out on that thin limb this early in the preseason and, and guarantee they're going to be any better. They should be better. I guess we'll just leave it at that.
4: Yeah, let's let's watch the Louisville game together, and then we'll we'll I'll, I'll give you a decision after that. I think that feels pretty fair. Yeah, I, that that game heading over to Atlanta. You know, supposed to be a full crowd. Everything's back to normal for the most part. How many Rebel fans do you think are making the trip over to Georgia for that one?
23: You know, that's that's a great question. Um, you know, it's on a Monday night, mm-hmm. and of course, everybody's got to get up and go to work the next morning. So, uh, you know, that's always a factor. Uh, but there's a lot of excitement around this football team. So, you know, I could I could see Ole Miss bringing twenty five, legitimately twenty five thousand to that game, maybe even thirty.
4: That should be a really. F- we, we've been talking about that, and you know, we got to meet with uh, the executive director of the Chick Fil A uh, Peach Bowl while we we're at Media Days, and, and they are incredibly excited about uh, that matchup. And I, and as, you know, I think it's going to be a fun football game. Louisville is a fun team. They 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 run a, a little bit of an unconventional offense. I think it'll be a good test for Ole Miss, and if, that, if they can keep that offense under wraps, that that'll that'll bode well for them. Uh, Headed into SEC play. So David Johnson, yeah, no always doubt. a pleasure, man. we will definitely have to have you back on uh soon, especially when it's only me in here, man. I don't know enough about Ole miss to come <laughs> off as the expert. I gotta get you on for that. Thanks so much, man.
23: All right, guys. Thank y'all. That's
4: David Johnson on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Bob, day one's almost in the books.
5: Uh, Let's, yeah.
4: we call call it call it a day's work. We'll uh wrap it up. When we come back after this.
8: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations. Every glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Look for delays southbound on 55 just past Pearl Street. The right lane is blocked due to a disabled vehicle. Also seeing delays 20 westbound at the stack and 20 eastbound uh, approaching Highway 18. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217
14: in america the future belongs to everyone so we built the suvs and trucks of the future for everyone like explorer and expedition suvs built to command the road and the 2021 f-150 smart tough and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few they're built for america drive one at your mid-south ford dealer today
5: No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No-Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
2: Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond. Which can be applied to your new selection whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it you'll get the most diamond value at all britain's
7: quality and value go hand in hand at all britain's all britain's jewelers
11: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I was surprised the other day when I got a phone call asking if we sold guns. We sell lots of guns. We have the largest selection of firearms in this area, including over 100 AR-type guns priced from $599 on up. We also just got in a huge shipment of ammo, including such hard-to-find calibers as 380, 9 9mm, and 223. No limit on quantity and no inflated prices. Check out our website, rangebyjimmyprimos.com, or like us on Facebook.
3: The Gallo Radio Show.
0: Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Here's go back. And now back to, the- back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
4: There's a uh, funny video, I think it's on TikTok, one of those those platforms, how to create any ACDC song, I, I suggest you just look it up, it's really funny. Sports Mississippi, wrapping it up here on a Monday afternoon, Brian Haydad and Bob Solander. Michael Borky, Richard Cross, they're not here, which is fine by uh, us, they're, yeah. the, they're on the
5: they're beach,
4: they're on the beach, they're in the mountains, wherever they want to be. We're right here with you guys enjoying a Monday afternoon here in, in the Magnolia State. Let's get down uh, to the important we, things. What's T- that?
5: You said TikTok. Yeah. Man, I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm a TikTok aficionado, and it's all the no. cooking TikToks.
4: Oh, cooking TikTok is a great It is, is the cooking TikTok. TikToks. Malcolm Reed has a fantastic TikTok there. Absolutely. Definitely check him out. Bunch
5: of the, do, you, do you look at that dude can cook? No, but you I need will. To check him out. Check him out. He's got some good stuff. And there's some uh, lady that that... You know, she said, We're gonna do this. And then she says, you know, stand by and she sings that stand by your man thing. But it's, it's stand by stand by your pan. Well, if you're gonna combine cooking and Tammy Wynette, I would she d- she, she that. goes, she goes, We're gonna do homemade biscuits. And then she goes, Stand by your pan. And then she teaches you how to do homemade biscuits. I'm down and with that. We're gonna I do like so and biscuits. so. But every time she does one, we're gonna do uh fried raviolis. Stand by your pan. I, mean, it's, I like it. She sings a lot better than I do. So it's, well, pretty, it's pretty I, legit. Probably, probably. I should give not, her some pub probably. here. Yeah, let maybe. me find out.
4: So I got one more loser. I forgot okay. to mention this. I want to finish this up, Bob. If there's one thing in this world, I always recommend when you when you want to do something, always Google to be sure it's not been done before. So Cleveland last week, the Cleveland Indians, they announced they're changing their their team name to the Guardians. They put out a whole press release of why they're doing it, and evidently there's these statues near their stadium that are called the Guardians. They gave all, and you know, whether you like it or don't like it, I don't really care. That's not That's not what's important to me here. But come to find out that there's a roller derby team in Cleveland called the Guardians that already has everything registered and trademarked and, and everything like that. Who didn't do a Google search in the Cleveland front office? Now they're going to have to pay this this roller derby team millions of dollars probably so they can get this trademark. Because you know they've already, you know, gone forward with it. This is one of those things, you know, Richard always talks about hand-raised guy. This is the other guy. This is the uh, the yell-at-you guy. It's like, are you an idiot? Like, okay, what are we going to call the team? The Cleveland Guardians. Sounds great. Now, did we Google search, did we look deep to make sure that no uh, trademarks have been filed under this name. Yeah, we didn't, but I mean, come on, we're the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, no, nobody's going to stand in our way. Yeah, well, this, this roller derby team is going to stand in their way. Imagine you, you're like, you know, I look at their social media, they have like 200 followers on Instagram. So this is not exactly, you know, big business here. But the ML, but an MLB club is about to cut them a big old check so they can be the Guardians. What what do you do in that situation if you're, if you're them Do you change? Do you, do you go back and change names,
5: or you just pay the money? Uh, you're just gonna have to pay the money. I mean, it's not Feels like it. You know, I was trying to think before we came on the air what I was gonna tweet out. Like, I, you know, I was coming from the bullpen to help out today, and yeah, have, I, have you ever heard of the Savannah Bananas? That's a team, man. The,
4: the minor league teams have tremendous nicknames.
5: The Savannah the Bananas.
4: You know, Jake Mangum currently plays for the Binghamton Binghamton Rumble Ponies. What's a rumble pony? I don't know. A the Modest- the modesto nuts. You got the trash pandas that are out there. I think that's the Huntsville team. You know, you know what a trash panda is? I uh, do not. It's a raccoon.
5: Oh yeah.
4: See, yeah, yeah, Trash pandas. You got you got all sorts of wacky names out there in the uh they, There's the one team is the whoopie pies. I like to eat whoopie pies. I don't know how good they are at baseball, but I just can't get over the fact that somebody allowed them to, to to roll out that name with all the pub and all the pomp and circumstance, and they couldn't have hey. f- tried to figure out that somebody had already had that name.
5: Look, say what you want to about all these name changes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really love the Washington football team. I don't like the fact that they changed the name, but I like the way that that sounds. I, We're I, would, the Washington that. Football, I would absolutely keep that. I We're think the that's Washington football team. Yeah. Yeah, I like the way I, – I, I do not agree with anything of making the change. But, but hey, if you're going to do it, but the Washington football team, because I it's love unique. that. It's absolutely it's unique. unique. No, nothing they're going to come up we're with the football is going to be team. unique. Yeah. We're, we're the, the we're Washington the Wa- football team. I love now, it. Now,
4: the problem with it is how do you brand that in terms of, like, you don't have a mascot, you're not very kid-friendly. I get that. You know, w, you know WFT and WTF the are pretty w, close yeah. to each other. Yeah. They're close to each other. You could screw that up.
7: Yeah. <laughs>
4: we'll see. All right. We're back tomorrow, four, 3 o'clock. At 4 o'clock, Coach Will Hall of Southern Mississippi will join us.
5: And have a few inter- other surprises man, as well. I'm excited about that, buddy.
4: Yeah, it's going to be great. And we'll have a few other surprises for you as well. Good job. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it. Two more days with Bob, Bob Solander and Studio X. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Sports Talk Mississippi here on Super Talk Mississippi. We'll see you tomorrow.